Good morning. Oh, yeah. Well, you were right, pardon the pun, about the election up there. What does that mean? Right. Yeah, far right. Yeah. They didn't win by much. But you said they would win. Well, I mean, the polls, when the polls all show they're 10 points ahead, they didn't even win by that much. Yeah. We got our own issues to deal with at WQAM. We got a program director who thinks he works at WVUM. Your boy. Your protege. UM stuff? Well, he's off to do basketball again, you know. Oh, yeah. After losing my talent sheet that I faxed twice, so I'm not going to get that. You know, every payday for me, I don't know about anybody else that works for Beasley Broadcasting, BBGI, but every payday is an adventure. You can't plan your life around it or make investments or do anything because uh, God only knows if you're going to get paid on payday. I'm tired of it. I have spilkies every 10th and the 25th of the month. This is about the 30th time that they pull this crap on me now. Do you get paid differently from everybody else in terms of the way it's structured? Let, let me ask you, do you have talent fees? I mean, I know you yeah. have live spots you do, like the rest of us. Yeah. When, when do you get those? On the 25th of each month? Yeah. Well, that's when everybody gets them. Same with me. There's nothing any different there. The difference with me is that, uh, you know, they, they have, I'm on the installment plan whenever they get around to it. Under, underline understand. the stall. Underline the, you know how installment is spelled? Underline the stall part. Yeah. And our program director is too busy playing the amateur. See, I don't know about you. But once upon a time, when we had Duff there, and we had uh, with Clarence, like, as his underling under his armpit, or maybe he was hiding in his... Rectum. I don't know where he hung out. Uh, but, you know, uh, something like that would happen. You'd go to him, and he would always take care of it. But now that Duff has been demoted, and believe me, they demoted the wrong guy. They made a bad mistake. Uh, and now Duff is a sales hole, which is a way of saying, hey, guess what? You're, you know, twice he got screwed over. You know, it's really something when they make somebody your assistant, and then all of a sudden the assistant's, like, looking over your shoulder and uh, getting ready to, like, move into your desk, you know, stuff like that. And then uh, all of a sudden, like, 60% of your salary disappears, and you become, like, a glorified uh, paper pusher and have no authority. And then next thing you know, you're a salesman. Well, I think there's a message in there, you know. So when this big consolidation took place in December where they blew Ray Perry out the door and they blew Duff out of that side of the building over to sales, uh, they, they made the wrong move there. But then again, why would they talk to any of us? What do we know? See, that's the one thing about... The good people in this business, they talk to the talent, like Dick Casper. Remember we talked about him a couple weeks ago? Yep. I'd go to lunch with him. We'd brainstorm, come up with ideas, uh, all sorts of things. He was he was anxious to hear what you had to say. Joe Bell is. Well, that yeah, but he's he's inheriting a situation that I don't think he's uh, I don't think he's aware of yet. Well, he'll find out. Well, uh, you know something he may find out, but I already know. This has happened just too many times, you know. And I get I get off here yesterday at 2 o'clock. Life goes on. I'm sitting there. Uh, and, no, as a matter of fact, I went to lunch at 2 o'clock. I come back at 3 o'clock, and here's a frantic message from our sometimes part-time program director who's off to play U.N. basketball analyst or whatever it is that does on those games to disappear for two or three days. Uh, well, there's a problem with your talent. Uh, sheet didn't show up, and uh, your check, but it up, and your regular check will be there on Wednesday, but your talent won't, and uh, here's uh, fax it to accounting, and, and that's it. And he's getting on a plane. So I come in there, I look in the schedule. Sure, he's getting on a plane because the hurricane basketball is at Virginia tonight. Yes. So that's what he's going to be doing. So hopefully See, while he's in Virginia, he'll major, find you lots of Thomas Jefferson. Major market radio stations can't afford part-time program directors. Okay, And I told him, it's kind of ironic because I told him on Friday. And he came in there for, remember on Friday, he came, I told you he came in for 35 minutes and hassled me for like uh, about the book and about the and I didn't even know where my log was. I was totally unprepared to go on the air because he, he bugged me for 35 minutes. And I said, you know, you really ought to make up your mind whether you want to be the program director or a sports nerd. If you want to be a sports nerd, go over to VUM with Mike Rosenthal and Jay Rokic, you know, and be a baby the rest of your life. Or you can be a program director. And the last thing I talked to him yesterday when he came in there, 
And George was out sick yesterday, so we had our own issues in the studio. Uh, and he comes in in the middle of it, and I said to him, I said, Wednesday's payday, okay? He says, what can I do for you? I said, Wednesday's payday. Please make sure that I get paid on payday. Is that, is that a big request? See, I, I don't know about you because we've both been in the business about 100 years and worked for a lot of people. I, payday to me was never an issue. Yeah, it's the very least they can do. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you that's think, it. You, I mean, you it's... would think that that's what we're showing up for every day is to get paid on payday. Yeah. And not all these about a beat, but a boop, and pass it by this one. And, uh, you know, and, and the, the ironic part of this is that I, that particular talent sheet, I, I faxed it over there twice because he was off in California doing a basketball game for three days one time. So it was given to Duff the first time. And then when I was told that, well, uh, maybe we can't find it, I, I faxed it again. And George and Josh both know this because it was put on Clarence's desk the second time. So Clarence either wiped his ass with it or he um, ate it for lunch or... Uh, made a watercress sandwich with it. I don't know what he did with it, but it was just uh, among the missing again. And then, and then the first response this morning, for, and I didn't sleep worth a crap last night. So it's, it's just because it screws up all my bookkeeping. We all have uh, ways that we do things, you know. I make all my deposits up here. I send them down there, FedEx, and you know, I, have, I have like a system in my life where everything goes. And, and when you don't get paid on payday, it screws everything up. So I slept maybe three hours all night. And then the first response from accounting back there this morning is, well, the first time we can write a check will be on next Wednesday, the 1st of January, uh, the 1st of February, from I, some I've, I've, bitch I've, back there in accounting. You know what? I've never had a problem with that here for some reason, but I I've have. Had a problem, if I haven't had a problem 30 times, and George can verify it or any of the listeners, and I talk about it on the year just no, so I people know, know, I know what a horseball company this is. This, this is a joke company. This isn't a real company. This is a make-believe company. Just let's like that thing with Direct TV where they owed them eighteen hundred bucks and we had Direct TV shut off. Yeah. They, see, it's like it's like if you go to the track and you keep buying tickets, you keep making wagers. But when you go to cash it, they say, oh well, we don't give any money out; we only take it in. <laughs> yeah, it's like if you go to your local bank and the ATM says uh, incoming only. Don't try to withdraw any money here. We just we just accept deposits. We're not giving any of it back though. And that's the way they want life to work with the Beasleys. They, they make it so difficult for you to get your money from them. It, it just it just tears your kishkis out. So I'm a little out of sorts, to say the best. I understand. I've had that trouble at, at times with ESPN, with, yeah. with Disney. Really? Well, you know well, what it got, is? Uh, you know, you got a lot it, of big nut to crack. It's because of the uh, the way the corporation is structured. Yeah. You, it goes from Bristol. Yeah, but keep in mind, but keep, I, see, I could understand that in a big corporation. Things can get lost in the cracks. But this is a mom-and-pop operation here. This is not a big corporation. They like to have people think it is. Oh, we're on the NASDAQ Stock Exchange. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, it, it's a mom-and-pop corporation. It's uh, George and Caroline and Bruce Beasley and uh, Joyce, and that's basically it, you know, and a bunch of flunkies. It's too many steps. That's what yeah. the deal is. Well, when you got nobody to like, I, I, I emailed Joe Bell at 5 o'clock this morning because I couldn't sleep, and I, got a, I just got another message from him back, um, which I appreciate his, his efforts, but nobody should have to go through all of this to get paid on payday over and over and over again. You know, they say about the best laid plans of mice and men. So you can say that Joe is, uh, you know, on to what's going on. He, it's going to be a while before he catches on. And did, were you the one that told me yesterday that Greg Reed has got 10 more years on his deal with him? As a consultant. Oh, oh my God. I think all that banjo picking up there in the tree has affected what used to be a brain. Well, Actually, I people... told you it was 11 years. Yeah, just to make me feel worse. Well, I'm not going to be around that long. Probably won't be alive another 11 minutes based on that. Is that, is that to reward him for his incompetence and all the bad things that he did and jeopardizing the license and putting Stern on the air and Pharrell on the air and moving me to nine and hiring Moe and trying to fire George and all the other stuff he did? I'm I, I could write, a, I could write a, a book, not about QAM, not about this business, just about him. Just about him. 
and the reward for doing the things that he's done is to say, hey, come on, consult us for 10 or 11 years. We'll put you on a payroll. Well, I think that's his deal. We don't want to pay the people. Who, what do you mean that's his deal? He had his, a deal for X number of years. Get out of here. Nobody want a 20-year deal? I guess. Even in sports, they don't give out 20-year deals, especially the guys that are like 50 years old. I don't know. I'm just a soldier here. Yeah. I just come in, fight my battles every day yeah. and go home. Well, that's the same with me. I just come in every day, try to show up and get a But I'll tell you one thing. If, that, if I didn't get my paycheck, I would wig out. Yeah. Oh, ha-ha. Uh -huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. So would anybody. Well, the 10th, the 10th and the 25th. Let me say it again. Payday is not rocket science. I mean, yeah, I make a lot of money there, and I bring them in a lot of money, and that's the way the deal's supposed to work, and I get them some big numbers, and I expect to get paid on payday. I don't need anybody to kiss my ass. I don't need any, you know, when Clarence says to me, what do you need from me? Just make sure I get paid. And he can't even do that. And then he leaves me a message. He's getting on a plane. He's leaving on a jet plane. I'll tell you who should have been on a plane. That guy that freaked out and jumped off the plane in Fort Lauderdale yesterday, he should have been on a plane. That would have served him right. Canceled his freaking flight to Virginia to be a sports flunky with the uh, Hurricanes. I mean, don't you find it a little bit bizarre? Have you ever worked in a radio station where the program director was a, a play-by-play guy? This is, a guy, right. who, this is nice. a guy who doesn't want to grow up. He doesn't want to stop with a sports crap. That's why when his boyfriend, Stu Gotts, was over there on RFX, the big 940 uh, Fox Sports, which lasted about 10 minutes, that's why he was helping him book guests on a competition because it's his sports buddy. He was helping him book guests? We have a fraternity there. Don't you understand? We have a hurricane fraternity. And I, I don't know how he fits into that because George reminded me this morning. He didn't even go to school there. He went to Penn. He went to State Penn. Yes. To Penn. He didn't go he to State Penn. He belongs in the Penn. State he Penn. No, I know, but I, that, that's my, uh, I'm just embellishing it a little bit. He belongs in the State Penn for impersonating a program director. I mean, how is it a little quizzling like this? All of a sudden is our program director and comes in there and agitates. <laughs> When my mother died a year and a half ago, I thought to myself, oh, you know, I mean, it's, you know, it's not a happy feeling when your mother dies. But nevertheless, uh, after being nagged for all those years of my life, for like 62 years, I thought, finally, I don't, there got nobody to nag me anymore, you know? Don't have to be, that's the one bright light. I mean, she lived 91 years, a long time, good health. Now I don't have to be nagged anymore. I'm kind of like free. Guess what? <coughs> 35 minutes on Friday, a performance that would uh, just set your ass on fire. You just wouldn't believe it. And in your case, that would be a hell of a forest fire. <laughs> Believe me. Talk about a gigantic roid. How come I feel that I'm the only one that's talking here? <laughs> I'm just taking it all in. Yeah. What do you want me to say? Nothing. Just... Nothing. Like you said, you said if it was you, you'd, you'd go ballistic. Well, I have. You know, it's just, it's, I think it's happened to me twice here. See, because I have a system that's like foolproof. I mean, it's just automatic. I got a friend there that does all my bills. I sign a bunch of checks. He uh, goes to the post office, gets the mail, gets the checks. I make the deposits up ahead of time. I FedEx them down there, and everything is like clockwork. No problem, right? I'll tell you something. Theoretically, when the, when the flaw in the system is not the post office, and the post office is involved, that's no. saying something. The the the, th <laughs> the the thorn has never been the post office. Never had any. First of all, we're not using the post office. We use FedEx or or uh, DHL. So that's never a problem. The problem is that okay, mo most of the time, this is Clarence's uh, one of one of his. Uh, I don't know how many times, but usually it's corporate, because like I said, they want to pay people on the installment plan. Underline the S T A L L. They like to stall and hem and haw and but it be but it be just like they used to pay. Remember all the problems that Wayne had getting the money for the uh, right for the broadcast rights. Oh yeah. It used to be like a major scandal. In fact, Barry used to put that in the paper all the time just to give a little stuff to his buddy Greg, the 11-year man. Remember those days? I certainly well, we're, do. We're I, a million I, short. We I, heard, I, heard the, uh, I heard the complaints from the Dolphins. Right. 
I wonder. I wonder how they're doing now over there, where they got uh, you know make believe uh, loan by the hour radio over there across the street with Joel Feinberg with her four and a half million. I wonder if he. Well, of course he's got daddy's money though. See, that's different. As Greg once said, it's one thing to be a big shot with your own money. It's another thing to be a big shot with other people's money. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, geez, it makes me want to reconsider my whole life here. <laughs> yeah, but you're not having any problem. They must like you. I get paid I think, on the different I think days, get, and you I maybe think you ought to go to my like poison. Huh? I get paid on the 5th and the 20th. Well, yeah, that's because you've got direct deposit. They, t- they tell me, they keep telling me I can't do that. Oh, because you're in Canada? No, because no, I, I don't get paid here. The checks don't come here. I could understand if they were coming here. They go right to my uh, box there. So why coming up here? Why can't they do you direct deposit? I don't understand it. Ask them. A- ask if, if your program director ever comes back from being a make-believe uh, play-by-play girl. I mean, guy. Uh, ask him why they can't. Uh, <laughs> ask the program director. There you go. In fact, maybe there's a new segment for you. I used to do that. I know that. Now, which PD was that? That was a uh, nutboy Gary. Andrew Ashwood. Oh, Andrew Ash in the woods. Yeah. How's she doing? I mean, how's he doing? Uh, well, just to show you that there is uh, no basis for judgment in this business. Yeah. He's in charge of some major radio network. There you go. I bet he's got an 11-year contract, too. Uh, he could be. He's been there for about five already. One of these days, next time you and I talk off the air, remind me to tell you a great Andrew Astonwood story that I'm sure you're not aware of. But you talk about flipping your lid, you'll just, it'll, you'll just laugh so hard your innards may fall out. He's with, well, listen, huh? He's with uh, one of the big... Uh, What's it? I forget which, which the one that was based in San Antonio. What network was based in San Antonio? You're asking me. Oh, I thought you knew. I, I don't. I try to avoid this business. Uh, I, I don't know. Maybe it's it's Emmis, but that sounds too Jewish to be in San oh, Antonio. Oh, I'm sorry. He left the one in San Antonio. He's, he, right now, Andrew Ash was program director for Fox Sports Radio. Wow. Well, that sure fits right in. Hey, Andrew. You fairy. Anyway, don't forget to let me tell you that story. It'll <laughs> sounds good. It'll curl your hair. The few that you got left. Believe me. Well, listen, it's already 10.13, and we're already past the first break. But, I, you know, I don't really care because I'm just, uh, I'm in la-la land today. I just didn't sleep. Cheer this up. Is just, this, is, no, this is just not the way to treat people, you know. This is the way this company treats people. And then you got the PD. Oh, well, I'm getting on a plane. See, it wouldn't have bothered me nearly as much as if I had the feeling that he was actually going to be there. And I will tell you, he was involved in a couple of calls this morning because probably Joe must have gotten a hold of him and ripped him an ass. But th- this is make up your mind, Clarence. Program director or sports uh, little boy, okay? Make up your mind what you want to be. This is a major market radio station alleged. We can't afford the luxury of a part-time program director who wants to play sports and take showers with the guys after the games. Anyway, you have yourself a great day. I hope things get better for you today. Gosh. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I don't want to hear you like this. You're all, you know, you're the one who told me, but I understand. Take the money to the but, bank. But yeah, but you can't take the money to the bank, the money to the bank if they guys, don't give it to you. That's the deal. Take it right to the bank if they give it to you. Have a great day. You too. You call this big market radio? <laughs> hey, Clarence, you fair, you idiot. It's the talent that brings the money. And if that's all they're gonna 
That time of the year again, New Year's resolutions. This year you have the best chance to lose weight and get healthy again. Balance for life. And this year we're trying to get the beast ready for his wedding day, at least keep him alive that long. And maybe one of these mornings he'll come and actually give us an update and let us know how he's doing. What could be easier than getting three gourmet meals and two delicious snacks delivered every day right to your doorstep in a little black sack, and you still lose weight like crazy the way it pours off your ass, and because you have five feedings a day, you're not starving all day long like those other deals. You don't have to schlep around in the gym and fight all those other smelly people and take showers with strangers. Sit back and eat delicious gourmet meals. In fact, they send you a menu every week, and you pick out your own selection for each meal and snack. And the folks at Balance for Life do all the work. They design the meals based on Barry's own, Barry, Barry's own Sears diet. Or is that the Brian Sears diet? Barry's His own. own diet. Well, whatever it is. Uh, at Balance for Life. So call them now and let them cook up fantastic meals for you every day and bring them right to your door at your home, your work, whatever, and watch the weight pour off your fat ass. Call 1-866-225-4543 or check them on the web at balanceforlife.com. And don't forget... Mention me or QM when you call. Get two days free free food this week when you call. Two days free of food. 1-866-225-4543 of Balance for Life. wonder how the beast is doing. This is Neil Rogers. This is 560 QAM. Rogers. Ah. Who sounds like a moron? It's time. Every time he speaks, it's the way God wants it to be. Wants to take a city and cover it in sweets. Ray Nagin can. Ray Nagin can. Ray Nagin can. Ray Nagin can, cause he wants to make New Orleans taste good. And I don't care what people are saying. He sounds like Jesse Jackson. We as black people. His comments are bizarre. Surely God is mad. There's the locals to a Willy Wonka bar. Chocolate. Ray Nagin can. Ray, 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 Ray Yes, Ray Nagin can. Ray Nagin can, cause he wants to make New Orleans taste good. It's time for us to come together. It's time for us to rebuild a New Orleans, the one that should be uptown or wherever they are. This city will be chocolate, a chocolate New Orleans. He never takes the blame for anything he says. Chocolate at the end of the day. Put that chocolate in some coffee and you'll f*** up Juan Valdez, Ray Nagin can. 
Raynegan can. No, I can. Raynegan can because he wants to make New Orleans taste good. You can't have New Orleans no other way. It wouldn't be New Orleans. Oh, yeah. How about uh, like a little uh, mocha latte would be good, too, you idiot, you quizzling, you simpleton man. What a jerk. 1023 at 560 WQAM. Happy uh, Tuesday to you. Is that what day it is? Yeah. I thought I mentioned this uh, fax we got early this morning about uh, Bobby Kennedy shooting, also uh, for the pool today. But in the midst of all the uh, psychosis, yeah, all the it must have like, uh, let's, uh, huh? Yeah, let's get that on there. Let's, <laughs> yeah. In fact, it's a good fax here from Bob in Coral Springs. He says, um, oh, and uh, you'd have been very impressed. Suds called in yesterday. Oh, to good. add one to today's pool, which we got to get to yesterday's first, but. Yeah, because he actually saw live on TV the uh, news broad in Sarasota that blew her brains out on the air. Wow, that must have been something. And uh, there's somebody else saw it, too. Maybe they saw it on tape. I don't know if they saw it live, because that wasn't required for the poll. Which, by the way, I two people that saw that. I beg your pardon? I was going to say, I forgot to tell you yesterday that, that at the end of the article that I, that I read, um, it yeah. said that inspired network. Really? Really. And then you fell asleep. <laughs> Just, I wish hell I can. I, I, the word I, I wish I could fall asleep right now. God, if anybody needs it. Anyway, Bob says, um, my nomination is the Bobby Kennedy shooting in 68. And, of course, we didn't see that live on the air, but we did see that. And most of the, a lot of these we didn't see live, but we saw the uh, films. They didn't have no video back then, but the film of it. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't know. When you see it live, it's got much greater impact, although the film was pretty uh, scary, too. <laughs> the, fact, the fact that uh, Sirhan Sirhan uh, shot about 82 shots out of that one gun was pretty uh, magical, you know. Oh. However, says Bob, my vote has gone to the Ruby shooting of Lee Harvey Oswald. So Bob must be an old geezer like me, too, because he says there are only a few moments in life where you can remember where you were at the exact moment, as such things are normally the birth of a child, etc., just like the assassination of Kennedy. Yet I can remember sitting in my living room with my brother and parents glued to the TV watching the Kennedy funeral and the events surrounding it when they start to bring LHOR out to armored the bank type of truck, Lee Harvey Oswald, and Ruby pops off the shot. Now, I'm sure you've seen the film of that. Yes. But I saw that live on TV. NBC actually had their cameras uh, under the uh, Dallas police station. They had the um, live feed. And the guy who was uh, covering it later became the president of NBC News. I, can't, I can see him, his face. I can't think of what his name was. It says, do you remember the look on Leah Harvey Oswald's face as well as the Dallas cop and the white cowboy head? Yes, Bob, I certainly do, like it was just yesterday. I'm sitting there watching it on live TV. Here is a man who is accused of just assassinating the president of the United States. And Lee Harvey and uh, Jack Ruby, who was just a mobster, uh, flunky, uh, hang around the uh, cop station. One of those guys. They used to wine and dine the um, the cops at his uh, bar, at his topless bar, and then get him laid and whatever else. Uh, and he just waddles in there. He just happens because he's got his contacts there. He knows what time uh, they're going to be transferring Oswald to the prison. Just waddles in there and uh, bada-bing, right in broad daylight in front of everybody's face. You know? Oh, gee. Yeah, I do remember to look on Oswald. You saw that, didn't you? Yeah. Kind of a pained expression, like somebody yeah. just shot him in the pupic. Hey, I didn't see that coming. Yeah. Oh, like, man, that Hoyt. Like that uh, Geldy bit, you know. Oh, that Hoyt that time. And I guess it probably <laughs> did. Well, we sure didn't want Oswald around to talk too much. And, of course, Jack no. Ruby, well. I was a patsy. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. And then Jack Ruby was having that interview with Dorothy Kilgallen, and she died mysteriously. And then all of a sudden, like, overnight he got cancer and died in about two minutes. That was really amazing, huh? I don't want to say it's a stretch of the imagination, but the government lies a lot. Kind of like the Greg Reed school, the 11-year man, you know him? See, you probably didn't believe that until you heard it from the humper's mouth. Oh, yeah, yeah, I believed it. Why not? He's got 11 years on the payroll. That's probably why they can't afford to pay the rest of us on time, because they're paying important people like Greg. (laughs) Getting his reward for the fabulous things he's done. 
He started screwing up even before I did my first day on ear. Do you want to really spend the whole day talking about that today? See, the audience is probably, oh, gee, we're sick and tired of hearing you bellyache about not getting paid all the money. You know, and I can understand that because I've talked about it how many times? About 30, man. About 30 times in the last several years. Remember the one day I just went on strike and I played music all day? Right. Well, that sounds like a winner. Because I was so pissed off. It, it just gets old. There's no excuses for not paying people on payday. This isn't rocket science. This isn't like some complicated, we need to dig up Einstein's body and find out, how do you get people paid on payday? How do we find those talent sheets? Who do we have to pass it by? How many committees do we have to pass it by and get it rubber stamped and approved as though I'm going to, like, lie on here or something, okay? Just pay the freaking money, that's all. You cheap, nose-picking, banjo-picking idiots over there. I think they're probably upset that Wilson Pickett died the other day. Isn't that their middle name, Pickett? 27 after 10, if I sound a little bit aggrieved. Hey, resolve yourself to a better night's sleep in 2006 by calling 1-800-MATTRESS right now. Nothing's got a bigger impact on your daily health, well-being, and productivity than a good night's sleep, and you get one as soon as tonight from Dial-A-Mattress by calling 1-800-MATTRESS right now. You know, the one thing I've discovered in this business is the people who really do a good job get screwed over every time, and the flunkies, the hangers-on, man, they're raking, uh, they're taking it home, and uh, they couldn't give a crap less. Anyway... If your mattress is more than 10 years old or it's noticeably sagging or lumpy, it's time for a new one, folks. Choose from the complete line all the top names in the bedding industry. Sealy, Serta, Simmons, Tempur-Pedic, King Coyle, Stearns, and Foster Hewitt. He can do it. Dollar Mattress takes same-day orders all day long from Kettle to Stewart from Palm Beach to Fort Myers. And like always, you get to pick the date into our delivery window for your mattress to be delivered when it's convenient for you when your fat ass is going to be home and they show up 99.7% of the time on time. So all of these reasons are uh, the reasons I've used Dollar Mattress for years and why I know you'll be a really happy customer, too. So start the new year off right with a great new mattress from Dollar Mattress and get a better night's sleep for years to come. Pick up the phone right now. It's the easiest piece of shopping you can think about doing. Call 1-800-MATTRESS or do your shopping on their website at mattress.com. Dial a mattress, 1-800-M-A-T-T-R-E-S. Leave off the last S because it stands for Sensational Stupendous Savings. This is Neil Rogers. This is 560 QAM. Hands for nothing. Do the do. Do the do. Brokeback Mountain Dew. Since we're going to be working together... Breaking it's time we start drinking yet. I love the way it feels when those bubbles dance off of my tongue. Boris, you found a way to make the time pass up there. You don't go out there and fish. Broke back Mountain Dew. Do the Dews. 1033, 27 before 11 at 560. I'm thinking of that day I was sitting out there at Woodbine, plunging my guts out, minding my own business, and I got an email on my Blackberry. Oh, please don't shut Blackberry down. I saw that. And uh, the email was, oh, call uh, Duff or Clarence right away, yada, yada, yada. And I called, and that was the day they told me that, oh, guess what? You've heard the rumors about Stern coming on, and Greg was really intrigued by the idea. And guess what? Uh, on Monday, he starts on IQ, whatever it is, or whatever the station is. Remember that? Yep. That was it just, it just all, all of these things just keep flashing through my head. All of the devious backdoor deals, all of the violations of people's contracts. You know, it, it's one thing if you're going to be like an uh, upfront, if you're going to be on a stock exchange and you're going to operate upfront like a bunch, like a mensch, you know, like a, like an honorable person, as opposed to somebody that lies and lies and lies and makes all these behind the back deals. And in, you know, and and this was in just direct violation of my contract. Not of course so that they would listen to me about what the repercussions would be about putting that show on the air. Because what what I know. What could I possibly know about anything? You know. So happy 30th anniversary, Neil. About 30, man. And by the way, your money might or might not be there tomorrow. You might have to like redo all your, uh, you know, all your deposits and your investment and, and a whole deal. You might have to like uh, rejigger everything. So there you go. Here's yesterday's uh, result from the poll. 
We should see if I would have known this. I could have put on there about uh, not getting his paycheck on time. That's right. Getting sick and tired of hearing that. Well, I'm getting sick and tired of it happening, too, you know? In fact, during this last break, I'm sitting here, my life is flashing before my eyes. Well, what, what's the point of just working and working and working? I'm an old, tired toad, you know, didn't get any sleep last night. And I just, mm-hmm. well, what am I going to do, leave all this money to other people? Screw them, you know? Right. Why don't I not spend it? Travel the world, have a great time, enjoy my doddering old age. Plunge your guts. That's it. Well, forget about that. i got other things in mind. Anyway, here's the effects. I turned the show off when Neil or George talk about. We had 1,784 votes. That's pretty good. I think we're on a roll. The we're really been doing it up until today. I think they just. You know what? You know when Hank made a comment about well, uh, you know Joe Bell cares about these things. I'm sure he does because he seems like a really good guy and he's on top of this situation. I emailed him. You know I don't know what time he got up this morning, but I'm sure he saw my email early. But the problem is, it's like well, you know changing captains on the Titanic when it's halfway to the bottom of the sea. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That, that's what it reminds me of. Because he's inheriting so much swill. It's, it's, not, it's not just the sales department. It's not just the, the messes on the floor that Greg read. Even my little miniature pitcher never left so much on the floor as Greg has left behind, you know? And just like the dog, you know, run about 100 yards away and kick up your heels, you know, like, hey, I'm cleaning up my mess. Right. The 11-year man. Good God. Aren't you just stupefied by that? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, he was always fond of you, that's for damn uh, sure. Right, my best friend. I turned the show off when Neil or George talk about it. I never turned it off. 857, that's 48%, almost 50. We had like right well on. over 50 most of the day, but then they started thinking about it. Horse racing and hockey, man, those are the two. 143 for horse racing, 140 for hockey. Wow. Neck and neck, nose to nose. Like a photo finish, right? Right at the ass end. At a horse huh? race. Yeah. All bit days, 101. Now, where the hell did that come from? That that came zooming out of nowhere. I mean, it was way down in the and bottom of the pile. How often does that happen? Well, like on holidays. The guy yeah. called in yesterday when you were out illing, and the guy calls in. He says, well, you know, on those days when, uh, you know, you, it's supposed to be a holiday, but you're on the air, and some of us also have to work on those days. We want to hear the show. We don't want to hear like, uh, you know, well, which he's got a point, but screw well, him. It's not like we don't try to put a show on on those days. What do you mean by that? Well, well, no, I mean, the holiday, fact that we're working on those holidays, right. I mean... Uh, try to get and, someone to call, try to get someone to... Oh, yeah, know, right. No, that's a good. That's yeah. an excellent point. Like, we're going to actually have calls or something yeah. meaningful on those days? No. Here so, the least we can do is get right. a little free entertainment. We try to mix it up a little bit, not play the same crap over and over again. And we've only got about 82 million bits in here, so there's no problem with that. But that guy, he didn't like it. Just like, the, just like that guy to call. And you'll see, when we get down the list, you'll see all the stuff. Okay. Although... You know, religion is next, 81. You're making fun of my religion, and you know what I say to that? Absolutely. You bet I am, and you ought to kiss the ground that I am. Make me make you think a little right. bit instead of going through life like some kind of a some kind of a lemming. I oh, by the way, George got the movie uh, Primal Fear came from. Can't wait. And the other one, I keep going on there, and it says, we have no information about the tracking, even though it's been sent out. Amazon.com is just, uh, I don't know. Uh, I don't well, I know. The, the free Super Saver shipping, I think they walk it over to you. Is that what it is? Like, like so. my check? Exactly. They walk it over to you, and they also give you your talent check. By, with an old man with a walker. And they give you the original uh, talent sheet that you faxed into Clarence because he can't find it. He couldn't find his. He couldn't find your ass with both hands. How do you like that? Well, it's getting bigger every day. Is it really? Couldn't find Hank's ass with both hands. What does that tell you, how desperate he is? You know, if he, if he would just stay away from me, he'd be a lot. We'd both get along a lot better. You know what I'm saying? Like me and Mo, me and uh, Clarence. If he would just stay the hell away. No, no, seriously. You know as well as I do how many months it's been like over a year now that every time payday comes and passes, like the next day, I start reminding the powers that be, hey, don't forget now, two weeks till payday. And I, you know, kind of half jokingly, but knowing what a, a nightmare it's always touch and go with his outfit. Oh, we got some story. Oh, well, the package got left on the uh, counter. And then, then, of course, there was a time they paid me twice. Remember that? 
Right. Yeah. And I, uh, being, a uh, being a schmuck, I gave him the second check back because it was a very substantial. <laughs> they pay, paid me twice for the same time period. I should have kept it just in case for the other times they wouldn't pay me at all. Listen, you should have put it in an escrow account. Yeah, that's right. And then I could have, like, drawn on it, like right now. That's, that's a good. I could have drawn interest on it anyway. The buffer account there. Yeah. For the times that the Beasleys can't get around to like, and this business from uh, that bitch back there in a county about, well, uh, well, the soonest we can cut please. a check She's is a very on nice Wednesday. Lady when, when, when you told, listen, when you told me that, if you had any idea how close I came to going right back to bed, you have no clue. I mean, but within, it's not a, within a curly little hair. It's not huh? up to them here in accounting when they can cut the checks, as you know. That's not the point. It's also not up to them to make that decision. She should have asked. Of course, she couldn't ask our program director because yeah, he's busy exactly. doing a ball game I'm somewhere. Too. He's right. busy being Mike Rosenthal Jr. Exactly. from VUM. No, not seriously. I, I, I just being a program director at a major market radio station isn't the kind of thing you learn on the job. You know, you don't get on the job training for being a PD. You know, like 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 being on the on the job training to be a heart surgeon. It's just it's just not something that's done. Except, of course, in, in the QAM. Religion, 81, they don't like that. Politics, 73, they shut it right off. All those right-wingers. Too bad, you Nazi bastards. Mo Howard David at 68. Well, you don't have to worry too much about that old news. Although we still got the great bits. A lot more coming. Fag stuff, 66. They don't like that Yay. stuff at all. See movies, movie 50. Yet? Now, see, movies, 50. See what I mean? Right. I thought that one guy would be the only one to call it. Oh, when you guys talk about movies, who wants to hear about movies? Ah. I I when you, when you guys talk that. about breathing the air, it's just, uh, you know, who wants to breathe the fresh air? I don't I don't get it. Uh, but anyway, 50 people uh, don't like the movies. Radio stuff, 44. Like today, for example, talking about the inside stuff. And believe me, I'm not even close they, to being They done. love that stuff. And I know. That's what we were talking about yesterday. They love it. I think I left a spot out of my uh, thing here. I, I'm totally uh, disorganized. Is that okay? Oh, here it is. Here's the spot right there. No, actually, I'm not disorganized. I'm ahead of myself. Here's the spot for today. Anyway, getting back to the poll, can I finish this, please? Uh, Radio Stuff 44, Music 42. I think that's primarily your crap. Right, that's me. Although, actually, the guy that called in did, did mention you and your stuff, but obviously they hate my music much more because I'm an old toad, and what do I know about music? Sports 34, Sports, Food and Restaurants 24, Neil's Bedtime Stories only 20. And I was hoping for like 100 for that, so I have to sit here and keep uh, expending all this energy. The poll, 18. Sex 12 and gambling 11. So they like gambling and sex and the pool, which you see the and the bedtime story. Well, you don't bedtime talk about gambling a whole lot. And really. gambling. I beg your pardon? You don't really talk about no, gambling. Only with a humper I talk yeah. about it and occasionally mention uh, some you know, visits out to Woodbine or whatever. No, no, we don't talk about it a whole lot. And what's there to talk about? Right. It'll be like Rick Riley talking about uh, the stock market. You know, fair value today is that. Oh, brother. Poor Suds. You know, he's such a great guy. I called in yesterday, like I told you. I feel so bad mm-hmm. for him. Talk about guys getting screwed on payday. Showing up. 1042 at 560 WQM. The Emerald Coast is Florida's number one Asian gourmet buffet. That's not just the opinion of this old fat slob, but that's as rated by Sagat Restaurant Review. And now every Friday through Sunday night, you can enjoy Lobster Fest at the Emerald Coast featuring Maine Lobster Thermidor style. And every night is Crab Fest with Laskin Snow Crab Legs, Dungeness Crab, Jonah Stone Crabs. The menu still includes fresh oysters on a half cell and a sushi bar with over 30, About 30 man. different items. You can count them, believe me. The Emerald Coast also served delicious, juicy New York steaks cooked order and hand-carved prime rib. And on the weekends for dessert, leave room for the Emerald Coast's famous 40-inch chocolate fountain. You can hand-dip your own strawberries, marshmallows, other decadent treats. And January 27th through February 5th, which sounds like, uh, what's the 27th? Uh, Friday yes. through February 5th. Come celebrate the Chinese New Year with the Emerald Coast featuring roast duck, crispy chicken, sweet and sour fish, feh. And roasted suckling pig every night. The Emerald Coast has got three convenient locations to serve you. You'll find them in Sunrise. What was that again? Sweet and sour fish. Let me say mm. it again. Fair. 
Three locations are in Sunrise, Sunny Isles Beach, and Pembroke Pines. Reservation suggested. Chinese New Year coming up starting Friday, so come and have a real feast and uh, pass on the fish. Call 954-572-3822. This is Neil Rogers. This is 560 QAM. Now that kids are getting adult diabetes, they're also at risk for other grown-up ailments. That's why your young one needs Bayer Children's Arthritis Formula. Oh, and my hip hurts so much I could pop. Bayer Children's Arthritis Formula goes to work fast to relieve the pain that comes with young age. But now I can crank up the Victrola and dance the jitterbug. Huzzah! Bayer Children's Arthritis Formula delivers relief to where kids need it most. Arthritis made my hands so stiff I could barely sit on the Davenport and play my newfangled video game. But thanks to Bayer Children's Arthritis Formula, I can play Super Mario Strikers until the cows come home, Sunny Bayer Children's Arthritis Formula. It'll make your kid feel like a kid again. It's a real gully lumber. From the makers of Teen Depends. I'm dying over here. 1047 at 560 WQAM. So today's poll, the one for today, and, and thanks to Sean again. Boy, I tell you, he's a lifesaver, you know. Yes, he is. If we had ten people like Sean out there sending us new poll ideas, we wouldn't have to uh, rack our brain uh, to come up with uh, original and great ideas, you know. I, could, I should hoard those up. But I don't. No, you better not. <laughs> Especially today. I know. The last thing, the last thing in the world I need to be worrying my uh, pretty little head about is uh, coming up with a poll for my stupid-ass show. God. No, it, it's just it, it's just mind-blowing. You know, it's, it's like it's like the better the job you do for them, the more they keep punishing you and punishing you. It's like remember when I came back up here about three weeks ago, right after the uh, New Year, right? And I had that grotesque that flight from hell. In fact, I, I should have jumped off of that plane. And I come back here, and my pressure was higher in hell, and I couldn't get it down, and I come on the next day. And in fact, I took a sick day. That's the first sick day I've taken in years. And I come back in there, and then the next day, and I said, please, just everybody leave me alone. I still got my head is killing me. I finally got my pressure down. I had a really horrendous trip. And in comes Clarence. Ba, 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 ba. And in comes Troy again. See, we got a bunch of overgrown children there who don't understand that people are like, we're not, we're not just pawns, okay? We're not just uh, pieces on a chessboard. We're human beings, okay? And so, you know, you tell Troy to get lost. Like, oh, well, when your people want to talk to my people, since you don't want me in there anymore. Like, like an like a overgrown child. Like, like an infant. All I asked is that cut me some slack today. I don't feel really good. I got bad blood pressure. My head is splitting. Just stay away from me with your baby crap today and come back another. No, if, uh, you know, your people want to talk to me, which, of course, would be a convenient excuse while we get no response on how the accounts are doing what, uh, on anything. You know, that's a good excuse. Well, he's such a bastard anyway, and he don't want us in there in the morning. Well, you got that right. Just stay the hell away, like I said, you idiot. Go, go be a talk show host, okay? Go be. In fact, maybe he can be the program director on days when Clarence isn't there, because Troy obviously is looking to do anything except sell. So maybe that's something he can do is be the PD. You think? <laughs> the most incredible thing you've ever seen on TV is. Oh, listen, I'm I'm only getting started now. I, I might just tell the whole story about Greg and Joyce and that contract, because that was another classic example. And they didn't not just to me, although I don't know the degree that they did it. They pulled it on Mad Dog. They pulled it on Hank. All three of us. Mm-hmm. And those contract renewal deals there when the, 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 the ticket was trying to get uh, Hank and Mad Dog to sign up over there and jump ship. But what they put us through, and you could ask Norma Kent, she'll tell you, what they put us through for day after day, just psychotic, psychotic, like crazy people. And Caroline Beasley and Joyce are telling them, well, everybody's going to sign these contracts. And if you dare say anything against management or anybody of the sports franchises or anybody who ever went to a ball game, you're going to be fired. You know, And we're going to sign that? What kind of a contract is that? Nobody signed that. Caca. 
That's exactly what it was. That's what they could do with it. They could wipe with it. Just just show everybody what big bosses you are over there. You're really very important over there in Naples, Florida, man. You are really hot stuff, man. I can smell it all the way up here. I can smell it. God, I know that Beasley smell from about 1,200 miles away. God, the stench. We're very important people. We're on the stock exchange. Yeah, right, Caroline. Get serious. Get a life. Just pay the check, okay? Just sign the check and quit diddling around, okay? The most incredible thing you've ever seen on TV is the 9-11 attacks passes everything because uh, it was recent and because, uh, quite frankly, whoever saw anything like that anyway, especially when the towers fell. And you notice how nobody talks about the people in the tower number two that didn't have to die because they were told to go back in the building? Now, even taking into account the flawed communication between the firemen and the police department because uh, they hated each other like poison and that they weren't communicating well, even setting that aside... The FAA certainly had to know that there were four planes that were hijacked, right? right? Right. I mean, they knew that almost immediately. It wasn't just the one, the first one, the one went into tower number one. There were all these other planes that were missing and that were unaccounted for and it off the radar screen and off course. So they knew that there were a series of planes that had been hijacked. Uh, that's correct. So the possibility that there was going to be another uh, plane hit there, the, the idea of sending those people back in there to put their lives in jeopardy, which, right. of course, a lot of them did die, the, the, the death toll there could have been a fraction of the 3,000, what it was, if those people would have evacuated. And a lot of them were on the way out. Right. A lot of those people were on the way Oh, no, go back. Everything's okay. We got the all clear. It's just the other tower, and, uh, you know, it's just the melting and going to fall any minute. But other than that, just, just tragic. And, and nobody talks about any of these things. That's why we got all these commissions and these committees, and they're studying this, and they're studying, you know, something they can take all of that and wipe your ass with it. That, that, that's the amount of good that it does. Because what, what, what does it ever change? Does it change anything? No. Nothing. Nothing. Just a lot of verbiage, okay, because we want to, like, uh, sweep everything out of the carpet and make people feel better. Oh, geez. I'm sure that all the relatives of those people that died on 9-11 feel so much better now that we had those commissions. Uh, which, of course, they were pushing for that, but the problem is nothing ever gets done. And do we hear any more about that? Why would we hear about that when we got all these uh, uh, coal mine disasters, right? That's right. We got the missing chick from Aruba and the missing guy from the cruise ship. Why would we hear about caca like that? 9-11 attacks 389. There's nothing uh, like it, hopefully never again. 392. Neil Armstrong walks on the moon, at least allegedly, 47. I think that was in, uh, in Nevada. The Challenger explodes, 37. That was the one with a school teacher, Reagan said. Is that the one with a school teacher? Yeah, that's the one. The one that they rushed because they wanted to get it ready for his State of the Union address, by the way. They, they rushed it. They weren't ready. And right. now they're all dead. Jack Ruby shoots Lee Harvey Oswald right there. 37. So it must be a lot of other. Well, I guess, you know, you've seen the, the film of it. But to see it live was really something. Right there, unfolding right before your eyes. The JFK assassination 17, 2000 election count 12. They went, and how could it have only 12 in Florida, man? As long as we live, can we ever get the, the vision of the guy, the judge with the eye that, that kept protruding? Pop, it looked like his eyeball was going to pop out of his head. Kept holding up right. that uh, ballot and looking at that hanging Chad Everett and the Jeremy Clyde. Old Google eye. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He probably got a lot of Google stock, that guy. Googly eye. The O.J. Bronco Chase 11. And Fat Rich, rest in peace, said, oh, uh, they, they already, uh, he just committed suicide on the side of the road. Uh, remember that? We were in Vegas, all mm -hmm. of us. That was that Bob Lincoln trip. Viva Las Vegas. That a boy, Bobby. Let's have a... I'll tell you what. i got a great idea. If you want to put me over the edge, I'm right there now again. <laughs> Let's have another one of those Vegas trips. By the way, thank you, Bob Green, for sticking it to us. See, there was no money in it for them, so they didn't give a crap about it. They didn't want to support me. And, and you know something? When you come right down to it, and, you know, it's nice to think back in the past, nostalgic and about getting paid on time on payday, which we did over there. But 
what, what were we always bitch about? The only thing they cared about, which is why that bit came about, the only thing they cared about was the Canes and the Dolphins, and the Dolphins and the Canes, and all the sales efforts went into that, and the pregame and the postgame. Just like on this station, we get a fax last week from an email from Fat Boy about how our the real pregame show sure kicked uh, Waxy's ass. Like, we care about that on this show? What do we care? Who cares? The real pregame show, my ass. That would be a, a show. Well, it sure as hell beat whatever they got on the year. For those retards they have over there across the street, and we got some too. Anyway, the OJ trial ate, and another thing in there, you know, see, that's the thing with us things you'll never forget that'll stay with you forever. Right. And we're on IOD, we're on here, and we'll simulcast in KFI in Los Angeles the day that the jury came down with a verdict. And when they announced not guilty, my chin dropped to my toenails, and all, of, all three of my chins, because at that time I think I had a couple extras. Holy, remember that? Mm hmm. Good God. How, how is this possible? Just overwhelming evidence. And then, of course, that great act he put on with the gloves, which, of course, had shrunk from being wet from the blood and everything. But that act he put, oh, gee, I can't get these on. And those ugly Bruno Mali shoes, which, of course, later on we had the photo of him wearing them at a Jets game. Those Whatever ugly left. ass shoes. Those ugly ass, excuse me, ugly ass Bruno Mali shoes. Well, they were all brown. Well, what can brown do for you? <laughs> OJ trial eight. The Katrina floods the Gulf Coast seven. Chocolate. Alien Gonzalez Rescue, 6. Columbine Massacre, 4. Bobby Riggs and Billie Jean King, 4. Clinton Impeachment Hearings, 4. L.A. Riots, 4. More Chocolate. Waco Shootout, 3. Watergate Hearings, 3. Bombing of Baghdad, Part 1, 3. Janet Jackson's Booby Flap, 3. More Chocolate. Sarasota Woman Kills Herself on the Air, 2. Ronald Reagan Gets Shot, 2. Rodney King Beating, 2. Dark Chocolate. Oklahoma City Chocolate, I'm sorry. Oklahoma City Bombing, 2. Princess Dies Death, 1. And how come we didn't also, well, whatever. Uh, Shock and Awe Iraq, Part 2, 1. Columbia shuttle breaks up over Texas, only one. And none for Shinehead O'Connor rips up a picture of the Pope, which I didn't even know that was on. Ah, it's just snuck it in there. Bobby Kennedy shooting, or a value jet plane crash in the Everglades, or JFK, okay, whatever his name was, a plane crash. Oh, wait a minute, don't, don't do it. Neil Rogers. Sorry, my bad. I'm a, I'm a little, well, I'm a little uh, out of sorts here this Dying. morning. Don't worry. I had at least ten minutes sleep. Me too. Let me say it again. You know, remember Captain Quig with the... Uh, the uh, steel balls. With the ball bearings. I mean, Joe Bell seems like a really nice guy, but once he starts uncovering all the skeletons in that building, I'm afraid we're going to see a lot. <laughs> You're going to start seeing him looking for strawberries in that refrigerator there and rolling somebody's steel balls. You think we're going to have a deboning? Maybe a deballing. 1057 at 560. You're fair. WQM. If you're in a dead-end job, if you're underpaid, if your New Year's resolution is a great high-paying career, then do something about it right now. Pick up the phone and call Fast Train at 1-866-FAST-TRAIN. Fast Train will get you trained and ready for a new high-paying career in just a few short months. That's all it takes. That's the MS. Just a few short months can get you a great new high-paying career and a life. The demand for medical coding specialists and computer professionals right now is at an all-time high. And I bet you when you get your new job, they'll actually pay you on payday. Fast Train offers convenient day, evening, and weekend classes, job placement assistance, and financial aid for people who qualify. Pick up that phone and call Fast Train at 866-FAST-TRAIN. And don't forget, they placed over 100 individuals just like you in 2005. Check them on the web at FastTrain.com, but act now in order to obtain that new high-paying career because classes are filling up fast. Don't miss the train of opportunity this year. Make that New Year's resolution a reality. Say goodbye to your boss in that dead-end crappy job and get a big fat paycheck that actually shows up on payday. Call toll-free 1-866-FAST-TRAIN and be sure and tell them that Todd Dreck told you to call. This is Neil Rogers. This is 560 QAM. This is the Neil Rogers Show. This is your brain. Any questions? 
Do you know anything about chocolate? From the controversial mayor of New Orleans comes a brand new chocolate treat. This will be chocolate. Racist peanut butter cups. How do you make chocolate? It's a delicious brand of dark chocolate. You take dark chocolate? Surrounding a super dome of peanut butter. And because it's Ray Nagin's racist peanut butter cups, all the peanut butter has been moved out and replaced with chocolate. That's the chocolate I'm talking about. Just the way. God intended. It's the way God wants it to be. And be sure to try the delicious new chocolate drink, Megan's Quick. You mix it with white milk and it becomes a, a delicious drink. And for chocolate and nothing but chocolate, try racist pieces. You can't have chocolate no other way. Oh, yeah. 1102 at 560. I hear it's real bad for you. I'll give you diabetes. That's what I'm hearing. Yeah. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty in the Verizon singular wireless line. I don't know if I want to take any calls today. I'm just not in the mood, you know. Well, all these lines ringing and you don't. No, want to they're flashing like lines. crazy, man. Yeah. They're smoking. Very inconsiderate, aren't they? They're smoking something. Yeah. Well, the guy on that plane must have been smoking something. I still say he should have been on Clarence's plane. You know, one take him to do that silly ass ball game up there in Virginia. Hey, it's the Canes, baby. It's the Canes. Grow up already. Get a life, you idiot. See, that's another thing. You know, if um. That nice lady that you said back in accounting, which I don't know who she is. Michelle, who I was speaking Whatever. to, but it could have been either one of them. But at any rate, if she would have like, uh, gone to Clarence to uh, get a signature on the uh, talent sheet that I faxed in, <laughs> she'd have found an empty desk. <laughs> right. And you see you see how humorous yeah. this gets? I, I, yeah, because he ain't there. And then she could have gone to see Duff, but then again, he's he's been relegated to the role of sales flunky now because, I don't know, I guess he didn't have his head far enough. I thought after all his years, he'd know where to stick it, you know, and his head too. You but are not alone, guy. Yeah, but I guess Greg's. Uh, I guess there just wasn't enough room left back there. What with Maddie Bell and Gary Sarner and the Water Nazi and formerly Screwane, you thought that when she dumped out of there, it might have opened up a little uh, crevice. You know that that candy in the crevice. <laughs> oh, it melts when you put it there. Oh yeah, like crazy. <laughs> WQAM, hello. George definitely dabbles in the. Fag. WQAM, hello. Dabbles in the fag stuff. Okay, like I said, I don't think we'll take any calls today. QAM, hello. Hello? Yes, sir. Uh, can I get on? You're on. You're it. Oh, okay, man. I got something for your poll there. For the one today or the one a uh, week from Sukkot? Today, the okay. Virgin Mary on toast. The one yeah, that was incredible. Up. I would agree with that. The Virgin Mary on the rye, the, on uh, whole wheat. Grilled cheese. Was it whole wheat? Grilled cheese. It was white grilled bread. Grilled cheese. Virgin Mary on the grilled cheese. There you go. And you know what kind of bread it was? I do not. It was Wonder Bread. Oh, I wonder, wonder who uh, wrote the book a lot. <laughs> but was it kosher for Pesach? That's the question. You know something? I haven't, I haven't played that in... There's a lady in town. She's an Orthodox Jew. And she needs... To buy bread that is unleavened. Oh my gosh. Ooh, and she's buying bread at seven, eleven. Speaking of our illustrious program director, such as he is, I hope you understand that there, in his uh, his experience of life, there are only two radio stations in the South Florida market, us and the people across the street. You do understand that, don't you? Right. Good. That's, that's not the case? Oh, I'm sorry. WQAM, hello. Crank line. Hello? Yes, sir. Yeah, I have one for the uh, 
the pole today. Okay. Um, how about Geraldo getting hit in the face with a chair by a skinhead? Yeah, I, thought, I thought we put that up there. I guess we left it off. We mentioned it yesterday, getting his uh, nose busted with a chair. He okay, deserved well, it. I guess Josh uh, fell down on the job. Thanks a lot, Pally. Thanks. Geraldo gets a uh, bust in the nose, man. Right on live TV. It was funny. It was great and well-deserved, by the way. We're going to replace him with uh, Clarence next show. Speaking of crazy people, a passenger on board a delayed Continental Airlines flight from Fort Lauderdale to Newark became agitated yesterday. You see this guy? Nope. You didn't see him? Sorry. I was chocolate. Uh. <laughs> Dark chocolate. Opened the door and jumped to the tarmac, Broward State Office officials said. Not, not that it makes any difference. I just mentioned that in passing. And I'd like to know why he doesn't have his shirt on here. Put some clothes on, pal. Shows the uh, BS. Uh, oh! Is God got him there, or whoever that is. Yeah, it is. And he's just standing with his shirt off. Not a good idea on a plane, man, and pits start smelling really bad. Maybe that's why he jumped out. It was hot in there. Troy Anthony Rigby, 28, of Pompano Beach, ran toward the front of Flight 408 as a taxi to the runway about 5.15 yesterday afternoon. Sheriff Ken Jenny said that Troy, the possum, Ken Jenny. What does Troy have? Oh, that's his name. Rigby banged on the cockpit door, the front door, and the door in the food galley, Jenny said. Anybody home? like, Like Michelle is doing on Clarence's door right now. Passengers and crew rushed to stop him. In the ruckus, a passenger was bitten on one hand and possibly broke the other hand. On the other hand, wow. finally the crew depressurized the plane so Rigby could open the front door, Jenny said. When he jumped to the tarmac, deputy shot him twice with a taser. <laughs> it's absolutely bizarre, Jenny said, but it's the second time in South Florida. Well, I didn't expect it there. You know, a lot, of, a lot of stress, a lot of pressure. Maybe he didn't get paid on time on payday. Think? That could be. Would set me off. On December 7th, Federal Air Marshals fatally shot the... Well, we know about that. Well, he had that backpack, you know, and he uh, said he had a bomb, or somebody said he had a bomb, and, uh, oh, well, yeah, on a flight from Miami to uh, Orlando. As a precaution, Rigby was taken to Broward General Medical Center in Fort Lauderdale, faces charges of criminal mischief, criminal trespassing, misdemeanor battery, resisting arrest with violence, and battery on a law enforcement officer. Doesn't say anything about Sally Fitz's battery. Paul Sigler of Fort Lauderdale was in first class when Rigby rushed by. He tried to subdue Rigby in what he described as a chaotic ordeal. We all just sort of sat back and looked around like, what happened? Sigler said, his right hand bandaged. He didn't know what he was going to do. Sigler said Rigby complained of claustrophobia as he struggled with flight attendants and three or four passengers. The flight was delayed. Keep in mind, it was supposed to leave at 5.15 till 9.15 in the p.m. Well, it was a good thing it wasn't Clarence's flight. He'd have missed his uh, ball game. Oh, and what's life without that hurricane ball game, is right? Not worth living. That's correct. He complained to Clarence. Here's my suggestion. Anybody out there has got claustrophobia, don't get on a plane. <laughs> oh, elevator. what a concept. Yeah. yeah. It gets really uh, close in there, you know, especially when they close the door. That's why, that's why I want them to open the door. A little, little fresh air in. No, uh, sorry. Yeah, please, you know. Although, quite frankly, it's a good thing he did it at that point as opposed to like uh, 27,000 feet in the uh, air. That's a good point. Yeah, I thought so. Five six seven zero oh, five sixty pound pound. I am so incoherent. You have you can't even begin to imagine oh, your begin. wildest dreams. Pound five sixty. The Verizon saying, "Look at that! Look at those calls are pouring in, man." The twenty fourth of January two thousand and six. Upcoming at big thirtieth anniversary on the air, March first, which I can imagine is a big hullabaloo coming about. Can't you see the response of the town? The whole town just right. foaming at the mouth, all gathering around their radios. A ticker tape parade. I'm Get sure. ready for the big celebration. Although, who did I read about? Oh, Dick Purton. Just got re-upped in Detroit again for like the next, uh, I think he's got 11 more years, like Greg, at the oldie station there. He's been on the air for like 45 years in Detroit. Or maybe not in Detroit. He was in uh, Baltimore for about five minutes and uh, somewhere before that, Cincinnati. Our good old friend Dick Purdy. He used to right. call the show. Loves us a lot, but uh, he's out of touch. Probably probably can't just stay awake that many hours now. WQAM, hello. Yeah, I'm one for the poll. Yes, sir. 
Yeah, um, some years ago, though, John Stossel was, uh, I think, hit by a world wrestler or something, and it, yeah. I think he lost uh, some hearing in his ear, I think, some kind of really? settlement. I thought that was funny. Excellent. <laughs> I bet you he didn't. I saw that. I'm sure, what yeah. was it? Say it again. Okay, John thanks. John I got it. Thanks, pal. All right, thanks, man. See, he's, he's a little <laughs> slow, yeah. yeah. You got it? John Stossel uh, banged can, in the head. I can uh, Google it and find out the name of the wrestler. It was a kind of fun event. Yeah, I would think so. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty. I'm trying to wake up here. What do we got on that agenda today? And the let's see in the revolving uh, door. Oh, that's going to be good today. Revolving door. We got Bo two to four. Kim Bo Camper and at three o'clock Jacques Martin, coach of your Florida Panthers. David that's, Schultz. I beg your pardon. Dave Schultz is on. Yeah, no. From John the Philadelphia Flyers was, uh, confronting David Schultz, the pro wrestler, saying that you know. No, this David is Schultz all fake is the Philadelphia Flyers. And David Schultz smacked him and says, "Does that feel fake to you?" He smacked Jacques Martin. Right. Anyway, that, that ought to be something. Kim Camper talking hockey with the uh, Frog Panther coach. And by the way, Jacques Martin, you can take your Bloc Québécois, whatever the hell it is, and stick him. Bloc Québécois, my ass. What a bunch of militant, nasty frogs. And that Jill Duceppe. Well, uh, Quebec is a nation, and you won't call it a nation. Nation, my ass, okay? If you want to be a nation, secede already. Get lost so that the rest of Canada doesn't have to keep pouring all that tax money into your uh, stupid-ass uh, frog place. All you Pepsis. God. If you had any, you think you've got problems, man. The Quebecers, they're just like, uh, it's like Dade County all over again, only with a different language, with a guttural sound. Like that. The Quebecois. Man. If you don't know how disgusting they are, just, just think about Denise Potban. That should tell you everything you need to know, okay? Yeah, exactly. Parlez-vous, uh, jean Fancy. Twelve minutes after uh, 11 at 560, WQM. So did I give the schedule or not? Always oh, a bow at the two, two to four. Mad Dog, four to seven. Panther preview, speaking of your Florida Panthers. Man, they are something. Not like the Leafs, but close. 7.30, it's the Panthers at the Lightning in Tampa Bay. And then, of course, on that's on QAM. But on 13.60, the Cat, WKAT. You got Hurricanes warm up at 8.30. And then 9 o'clock, the Hurricanes and Virginia Cavaliers on 13.60. Eddie K follows the Panther game on QAM. Following all that? Nope. nope. Farm out, which means, of course, since we've got two ball games going on, when you come in the studio tomorrow morning, it'll be a real mess. Can't wait, Josh. It'll be great. Twelve minutes after 11 at QAM, hey, attention men. As somebody we know would say, doesn't the Muff say that, attention men? All the time. If you have a hair loss problem or if you're currently wearing a hair system, you must listen to this message. Charles Alfieri has been supplying and designing hair systems for showbiz people, politicians, and most importantly, you, the everyday guy, for over 40 years. Most people say you can always spot a bad hair system. I say... Uh, you're right. If the bad ones are the ones that you notice, the good ones go unnoticed all the time. Follow that? Now, Charles Alfieri's hair systems are completely natural, designed with just the right amount of hair in the proper recessions. Run your hands through it, and the hair, too. It looks and feels just like your own hair. And for just 99 bucks, Charlie will custom design a hair system for you. Try it for a couple of weeks, and if you're happy with the way it looks and feels, it's yours for just an additional 500 bucks. you got nothing to lose but that shiny, ugly bald spot that makes you look about 20 years older than you really are. And Charlie is so confident that you'll be satisfied, he offers you the following guarantee. What's not to like? If you're not completely happy with your hair system, just return it, and Charlie gives you 99 bucks back, so it costs you nothing to check it out. That's an offer you've got to be a maniac to refuse. So call Charles Alfieri today. His studio's in Fort Lauderdale. Call him toll-free at 1-800-321-2413 and make an appointment. He'll show you just how much better and younger he can make you guys look. 1-800-321-2413 or on the Wicked Web. It's charlesalfieri.com. This is Neil Rogers. This is 560 QAM. Holy Mackinac! This is Joe Bowen, the voice of the Toronto Maple Leafs, and you're listening to Do the Hockey Authority, Neil God. 
bats her eyes and purses her big lips. Miss Jolie wears her jeans below her hips. She's got a room full of sex toys and whips. That Angelina makes guys pants fall off. Read about her in the Times or Post. There's no marriage safe from coast to coast. If she meets your man, your love life toast. Angelina makes guys pants fall off. She'll start by kicking out her shoes. Let the wind blow up her skirt. It's an offer you just can't refuse. Cause she wants you for dessert. She wants to torch you in her garters and thongs. What do man handle you like King Kong? When you see her, you begin to frost. Angelina makes guys' pants fall off. She's an almighty unholy force. You'll lose everything in your divorce. But when you're with her, there's no remorse. Angelina makes guys' pants fall off. Before you know it, you're adopting her kids. Following her like a dog. When she leaves you, your life is so skid. You'll read about it in her blog. That's the way that Miss Jolie lives life. Maybe you should stay with your wife. She's like a flame that attracts them all. Angelina makes guys pants fall off. Angelina makes guys pants fall off. Eleven nineteen at five sixty WQAM. The Reverend Pat Robertson, such as he is, has canceled a speech scheduled for next month at the National Religious Broadcasters Convention in Dallas after NRB officials expressed doubts about the effect his appearance might have. As in, like bad for business, I think is what they're thinking. Bad for business. You know, I was just thinking maybe they can't release that check until Greg puts his squiggle on it. Remember that? I do. That was always the symbol that, okay, we finally got enough uh, money in the bank to clear this check so we can uh, turn it loose now. The Greg Squiggle. Because after all, if he's on the payroll for 11 more years, that's the least he can do is put a little squiggle on it. Or wiggle on it. Yeah, well, I heard about that. The Virginia Beach evangelist who said Israeli Prime Minister Ariel Sharon's stroke was divine punishment for the country's withdrawal from Gaza last summer and will later apologize for the remarks after a wave of criticism was to have spoken at the February 21st closing banquet. NRB leaders met with Mr. Robertson last week, according to AP Radio, to express their concerns that his appearance could detract from the convention. Although the evangelist was not told to step down, he did release a statement citing his demands on his time. <laughs> right. Everybody wants a, a clown like that. Sure. Everyone loves a clown. That's what Gary Lewis said when he was speaking. 
A spokeswoman for Mr. Robertson didn't return a call requesting comment. An NRB statement said the speaker's switch was a result of scheduling complexities. <laughs> right. An increasing number of evangelical leaders, including Richard Land of the Southern Baptist Convention's Ethics and Religious Liberty Commission, author O.S. Os Guinness, what is that, Os, and Jeff Tunnicliffe of the World Evangelical Alliance, are publicly criticizing the televangelist for his outrageous uh, remarks. Henry Blackaby, president of Blackaby Ministries International Atlanta, and author of the bestseller Experiencing God, will fill Mr. Robertson's rectum spot. The NRB hosted an annual convention for about 500 people, including 187 Christian radio and other broadcast professionals. Oh, isn't that an oxymoron? Yeah. Christian radio and broadcast professionals. Hucksters, they mean. In its exhibition center features 300 vendors and top name in Christian entertainment. I wonder if they got the Christian wrestling going on there, huh? I bet you they got the Christian video games and the Christian DVDs and BBDs and the Christian uh, rock, rock music. And the uh, Christian rock throwing. And certainly the Christian uh, wrestling man with your conscience. Mr. Robertson, who began his Christian Broadcasting Network ministry August 3rd, 61, in the Norfolk area, is one of the grandfathers in Christian media and crazier than a bedbug. His 88 run for the Republican presidential nomination was the height of his influence in the secular world. His interest in politics got him into hot water in August when the broadcaster suggested U.S. Special Forces should take out, he just meant for, like, uh, tacos, uh, take out anti-American Venezuelan President Hugo Chavez, later apologized for his statement. He said, Cobham and Jared, whatever that means. Let's see. Here's some more uh, moments for the poll. Baby Jessica trapped in a well. Well, well, well. My kitty fell in a well. Yes, she what did. do you think? Baby Jessica? I don't remember that. Was it big? I, I, I remember the name Baby Jessica, but I remember what yeah. she'd done. She fell she in was a well. trapped in a well. And Lassie warned, you know, the parents. Oh, and Tommy fell in there, man. And Lassie went barking all over the place and uh, then went and ate lunch. I mean, Collapsed at a Berlin Wall. We saw that on the uh, yeah, film. I think that's big. That's Berlin tall. Wall knocked down. That's good. All right, we'll add that. John Lennon assassination. Mark David Chap uh, Chapman said it was a hoot. Now, did they just let him out, or am I dreaming? Did I have a dream? Uh, it might have been a dream. Yeah, don't say that too often. I, okay. no, I, thought, I thought there was, or maybe he was up for parole or something like that. <clears throat> I don't remember. But, well, he said he missed Yoko, so they're thinking yeah. to let him out on a weekend like uh, Hinkley. So that's from all oh, that Riley guy again, the chronic factor. But send some good stuff. Thanks to Riley, whoever you are. Just as long as it's not Rick Riley. Oh, man. It's Bill O'Reilly sending that time. Is it really? All right. Maybe it's John C. Riley, who was in Boogie Nights. Yes, boy, oh, boy, I tell you, Josh really struck out yesterday because Paul Thomas Anderson, who wrote and directed Boogie Nights and Magnolia, used a lot of the same staff. Right. Didn't, uh, didn't go unnoticed. <clears throat> and the William H. Macy was in sure. both movies. Right. And John C. Riley. Philip Seymour Hoffman. Right. And uh, what's your name? Julianne Moore. That's correct. And all of these people. 726 votes. We're going to make 1,000 today on a uh, very off day, and we apologize profusely for Clarence being a jackass, okay? The most incredible thing, I, you know, the best part of that phone call yesterday of that voicemail was, it's like, once upon a time this happened before, and they were all having a big meeting at Greg's house. Remember that day, several months ago? Yeah, and they were having some kind of a big uh, orgy or something over at Greg's house. And so I finally, I'm dialing and dialing and dialing. And uh, he gets back to me. You know what he says? Oh, I got good news and bad news. The good news is the paycheck will be there uh, tomorrow, but the uh, talent check is, uh, you know. I said, I don't want good news and bad news. I want my money, you jackass, you a-hole, you, you idiot, you child, you overgrown. This is what happens when you put a child in, into a man's job, an overgrown child, admittedly, although not by much, not by too much. <laughs> He makes Geldy seem like Hercules, like Westbrook Van Voorhees, like uh, the guy on CNN. What's his name? The uh, does the uh, voiceovers? Oh, uh, Darth Vader, James Earl Jones. James Earl Jones. 
The most incredible thing I've ever seen on TV, the 9-11 attacks, nobody's going to come close to that. And uh, why would you want to? Don't even want to breathe that air. Can you imagine how many people are like having all kinds of lung disorders? And, all, you know, and again, well-kept secret. Once in a while you read something about that, not too much, because it's bad for business. It's bad for uh, fascism about the people that are dying from the polluted air in New York, where the Bushes and Bin Ladens had little uh, business disagreement. Neil Armstrong walks on the moon, 59. The Challenger explodes, 44. That was the one with the school teacher. Jack Ruby shoots Lee Harvey Oswald right in broad daylight there in Dallas, 43, in the police station, no less. Nice job there, Dallas police. JFK assassination, 20. See how those two fit right together there, side mm -hmm. by each? 2000 election count, 18. The O.J. Bronco chase, 12. The O.J. trial, 10. Absolutely 100% guilty. Katrina floods the Gulf Coast, 9. Elian Gonzalez rescue, 7. Fisherman in the closet. Clinton impeachment hearings, 5. L.A. riots, 5. Columbine massacre, 4. Bobby Riggs against Billie Jean King. She kicked his ass. And she was a lot more macho than he'll ever be. Four. The Waco shootout. Nice going, Janet. Four. Bombing of Baghdad, part one. Four. Janet Jackson's booby flap. Three. Sarasota woman killed herself on the air tube. Blew her brains out right on the news, like Howard Beale. So actually, she that was inspiration for Network, huh? I did not know that. Yes. Well, see, we learned that. Even though Josh hated the movie, he gave us some good trivia. Ronald Reagan gets shot, too. Columbia shuttle bra uh, breaks up over Texas. They're all dead, too. Rodney King beaten, too. Can't we all get long? Oklahoma City bombing, too. Princess dies, death, one. Shock and awe in Iraq, part two, one. Aw, shucks. And then all these have none. John Lennon assassination, uh, assassination, fall of the Berlin Wall. We just put these on there. John Stossel gets uh, smacked by Dr. D. Dr. D. Yo, Is he the D doctor? <laughs> Geraldo gets busted in the nose. Virgin Mary on grilled cheese. Come on, let's let's give something for the Virgin Mary. Give it up for the Virgin Mary, man. China <laughs> O'Connor rips a, a picture of the Pope. Bobby Kennedy shooting. Value jet plane crash and JFK Jr.'s plane crash. I think they agree with me about him. He was just uh, he was about the same as the number of votes he's getting. Oh, yes. This is Neil Rogers. This is five. That's a magazine, oh Johnny. The drudge packing. He had a stroke for heaven's sake. I think someone is telling lies. Don't even know if he's alive. Maybe he's doing just so so. What's up with Ariel Sharon? I'm dying over here. You notice we don't hear a damn thing about him no more. You notice oh, that? Funny. Not a word. This kind of reminds me of um, Yasser Amafart. Remember that? Right. And all, uh, we don't know what it is. Was he poisoned? Does he have AIDS? Does he have uh, right. the flu? Was he, he got gay? Uh, hemorrhoids? And then all of a sudden, uh, oh, guess what? He died. They poisoned his uh, punch, and he's dead. <laughs> Poison they pudding. Him, uh, they gave him some of them uh, leftover cannolis from Godfather 3. Shipped in special from Sicilia, from uh, Corleone. And I think maybe the same thing with Ariel Sharon. One of these days, they'll come out here. Oh, by the way, he's dead. And, and By the been. way. Kind of like the liberal government here in Canada, eh? Canadians it. elected Conservative Party leader Stephen, don't call me George Bush, even though I'm as fascist like him, Harper, as the next Prime Minister yesterday, but denied him the outright majority who would need to take any strong change in direction. Thanks, God. Tonight, friends, our great country has voted for change, and Canadians have asked our party to take the lead in that change. Harper told a cheering crowd of rednecks in Calgary last night. 
There'll be another chance, and there'll be another time, Martin said. The people of Canada have chosen Harper to lead a minority government. I wish them the best, and Chubb and Dreard. Void by a political resurrection in the French-speaking Quebec, the Conservatives won the most seats in the 308-seat House of Commons, despite a campaign in which liberals tried to stop Harper by linking him to American conservatives in general and George W. Bush in particular. However, as votes were counted, the Conservatives, and I see this article was like before bedtime, they got 124 seats, uh, well short of the 155 they needed for a majority, and the scandal-plagued liberals got 103, down from the 133 they held going into the vote in their uh, previous minority government. Well short of the 140 they were predicting for the Conservatives, and well more than the 80 they were saying the liberals are going to get. Nationwide, Conservatives took in about 36% of the vote, compared to about 30, about 30 man. liberals. The New Democrats took about uh, 10%. 17%, and the Quebec separatist Bloc Québécois, which only runs candidates in Quebec, had 10%. They are just nauseating, disgusting. It would be like in Dade County, only Cuban candidates running, you know, something like <laughs> what that. What about that? Well, that's what I'm saying. Disgusting. <laughs> Look at that phone, man. On the one day when we could use them, it's just uh, nothing. Dead as a doornail. Almost makes me want to play all those bits like that guy called in complaining oh, about yesterday. Oh, Why bits. not? Well, and here's, look, at the Senate Judiciary Committee, they're doing their final committee vote on Alito, which, of course, it's a done deal. But they keep showing Lindsey Graham, okay? This is the guy that coached him, one of the guys that was coaching him in a White House, how to answer the questions. And then he went through that long, emotional speech about how they picked on him, and Alito's wife starts crying and runs out of the room. And he's going to vote on this? Like there's some degree of objectivity? This is some jackass that's going to sit on the Supreme Court and decide the future and fate of people's lives and crap? And the media just but a beep, but a boop. They they know nothing. Okay, don't confuse them with anything. Okay, when's the next coal mining disaster? Be sure and let them know when it's going to be. I'm going to tell you who is really much ado about nothing. See, Rita Cosby's got an excuse. She's got no vocal cords. Okay, she's got an excuse besides being an idiot. But the, the media they become obsessed with these mediocre people. Anderson Pooper man, that's where he sends me. What do they see in him? What what's the big sinus with him? I think he's connected. Isn't his mom famous or something? Hey, she is. That's what I heard. Who is she? Gary Cooper? No, somebody famous, like a famous actress or somebody. Anderson's Pooper? Yeah, I'm going to have to do a bio now, I guess. Oh, God. Yeah, just look right next to where it says, Yay. look next to that. Or just under under the paragraph where it says, A. Anderson. You fair. Right there. He is so vanilla and so boring. and it's, it, he's, he's like a step away from Rita Cosby. He can barely get the words out. He is so weak, namby-pamby. And I, I've got news for you. I mean, Aaron Brown was whiny and wimpy and annoying, too. But, Jesus, God, at least, at least maybe he belonged on the air somewhere. Like maybe in Peoria, but somewhere. But Anderson Pooper? Oh. The people at CNN are crazy. Who is it? Who's his mother? Mary Martin? Yeah. That's Gloria Hagman. Gloria Vanderbilt. Yeah, built what? Anderson. Gloria Vanderbilt is his mother? Apparently. How, I thought Gloria Vanderbilt would be like about 100 years old. Get out of here. Gloria I'm, Vanderbilt? I'm getting a second source over here now. Get out of town, man. Gloria v- Vanderbilt, my ass. Cooper look, look is what a the younger job. son of writer Wyatt Emery Cooper, uh, the an artist and designer, yeah. writer Gloria Morgan Vanderbilt. Well, how old is she? About 98? I, I guess. Jesus Christ. 5670560. Oh, he, he's, he, he's so mediocre that mediocre would be a high compliment. Pound 560 on the Verizon Singular Wireless Line. WQAM, hello. Hello. Neil. Yes, sir. Oh, I got uh, I got one for the poll. Yeah. Uh, what about uh, Andrew Cananen? Remember that guy that was uh, sure idea? on the beach? Yeah, in that boathouse. Hey, hey. Andrew. I won't see him no more. You yeah, fair. He, he, he killed himself, or they shot him, or something, right? No, he killed himself. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they, yeah. Went in, they went in the first time and they said, "Oh, there ain't nobody in there. I ain't got nobody." He was singing that, and then they went back and, "Oh, guess what? There is. He's dead. He blew his brains out." 
Don't you remember the uh, the security guard who was looking to uh, pedal uh, make some money? Oh, yeah. Remember him? The entrepreneur. Oh, he he was in there uh, 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 looking around at him, and then he heard a bing, and he ran out. And the bed sheet with the blood right. for $100. But they couldn't find him in there. And then, of course, uh, what's his name? John Walsh showed up on the scene. He said, why don't you look again when the smoke clears, you know, because they put those stink bombs in there. Right. The amazing part of it is, I mean, I'm sure you feel, I, I don't know, I mean, Collins Avenue there on the beach, uh, everybody who lives in South Florida is driven by where that boathouse was. It was kind of an eerie right. thing. Andrew Cunanan, uh, how do we want to put that? The Andrew Cunanan episode. I don't know. Yeah. Huh? It was just coverage. The, you uh, don't want to put that on there no, just we'll because it was a, yeah, That's why you don't want to put it that's on That's right. It's a Cuban thing. Oh, by the way, the uh, watch the, the, the security Cuban? guard was a Cuban guy. Some old Julio yeah, wanted to make, pillow, make a few bucks. I'll give you the pillow if you buy the That's right. That's right. That's correct. Well, he's a good entrepreneur. $50. You people can sell just about anything. If you can sell that damn uh, uh, mushy beans, those mushy beans. That's right. WQAM, hello. QAM. Uncle Neil. Yes, sir. Love your show. Yeah. I will pay, pay. I'll take it. To get the power of nightmares. I can't find it anywhere. I won't why can't you, why not look it on our website? It's not so on our website? The links are dead. Oh, the links the are dead. dead link. I'll be I will down. pay. There's I will nothing pay. worse than having Google a dead them. link. You can download them with BitTorrent from a whole bunch of different sites. You just got to yeah. do some effort. Oh, uh, I'd rather pay. Well, well, okay, well, I'll take it. Send me the money. It'll make up for a little bit of payday. Uh, so that we got dead links on there? I mean, they should have been taken off. Are you starting to pick on Eric now? Jesus, God Almighty. You, you are just relentless. Although, good point. How come they're still on there, fatso? Get it off of there, you clown. Well, no, but the fact that they're on there, it's a subliminal idea, so that even though the links are dead, people will say, well, gee, I should probably see that. And they should see it. But where are they going to see it? On the CBC. Eh? On a variety of sites, they have them available for download. There you go. Well, so go go find it. This guy, just Google it, man. Power of Nightmares. and Do a little bit of work. He just, see, he's a lazy guy. He's willing to pay for right, it, which we can but he doesn't want to like work you know, to uh, get it. You know, right. sometimes you got to work to get it. Although it is a lot easier well, just uh, paying for it. This is Neil Rogers. This is 560 QAM. At WB to merge into one broadcast network, CBS announces. Aren't you excited about that? No. Yeah, yeah, thrilled. Who cares? Although, actually, there was a good show that I saw on the WB. What the hell was it about? About two brothers. What is the name of that show? Um, I don't know. Yeah, you do. Look up the WB schedule. It begins with an S, as in uh, sexy as hell. 
What the hell was the name of that? Josh is Googling it. I just happened to, like, uh, fumble on it uh, by accident, channel surfing one night. It's a series. I mean, what what the hell is that called? You'll find it. It's about two young brothers who are out there uh, fighting uh, crime and uh, passing the time. Uh, the Hardy Boys? Yeah, the Hardly Boys. No. Wait till you hear this. This will send you right off your seat. You're not going to be too happy about this. And let's say it, everybody in the audience together again. Thank you, Mr. President, for those low gas prices. You ain't seen nothing yet. Oh, man. Just wait. Come on, give me the WB schedule. What are some of the shows on there? I think it was a Wednesday night. We're looking. Um, strange uh, something. What is it? Searching for Mr. Goodbar. Nothing? I bet you he hasn't even got to the WB yet for crying out loud. calm down. I'm looking for it. Jesus, boy, is he getting testy or what? Cancel the raise, Clark. No, that's right. Even if you do get the raise, you're not getting paid anyway. What is it? We're looking. Yeah. Well, doesn't it have the name of any series on WB besides... Uh, uh, Here you Tommy? go. Uh, yeah. Supernatural? That's it. There you go. Very good. Jeez. What, does it, what does it say? Never heard of it. Well, oh, you would... Yeah, let me click on it. Well, I'm sure there's some hot chicks on there, too, but the two brothers, my God, I looked at that and I said, can that thing be re- Can that uh, show be real? Man, Supernatural. Not a show you'd watch for the plot. The plot was uh, kind of crappy. Anyway, what does it say? When is it on? Will the boys survive their investigation of an abandoned sanitarium? Well, I sure hope so, Till I meet up with them. Well, well, what day is it on? Does it say Wednesdays at 9 or something? Tuesdays at 9. Well, there you go. Like tonight. Oh, oh don't miss it tonight, 9 o'clock. Now, of course, you could be listening to that hurricane game on 1360, <laughs> but I doubt it. Supernatural. Maybe that'll make me feel a little better. I'll give it a shot. It does not conflict with the shield. Well, there you go. It's kind of an interesting show. It's uh, the premise I'll give it a shot. No, they've got some good shows on uh, WB. And and WB. Right. Dubba, and Tom Dubba. Welling ain't even in this one. All the one guy, he is swelling, but not Tom Welling. You're going to be swelling when you hear this. A surge in oil prices last week to nearly $70 a barrel on a perfect storm of global energy-related fears only hints at what may lie ahead, the experts be saying. You mean to say it's not even noon yet? My head is just pounding like somebody's got a drum inside, like the Energizer Bunny is banging on that drum, slowly, fast, rapidly. Nervous investors look on as conflict rages in several strategic areas of the world involving nations as disparate as Iran, Iraq, Saudi Arabia, ragheads, Russia, Ukraine, Nigeria, Venezuela, China, and the USA. This morning, crude oil rose again in after-hours trading. It rose 72 cents, or 1.1% to 69.20 as the cold front sweeps across Europe. Experts say the Iran issue alone could push oil prices past $100 $100 a barrel. Oh, my God. If the U.N. Security Council were to authorize sanctions against Tehran, which the West accuses of trying to make nuclear bombs, or is that nuclear, Iran has threatened to curb oil experts in retaliation. You hit us, we hit you back. Even if Iran, we hit Bruno Tatali at 3 o'clock this morning. Don't you just love the way he says that? Yes, I do. That's Tessio says that, right? That's right. Yeah. Well, Tessio won't see him no more. <laughs> Even if Iran pulled a small amount of its oil off the market, says it, uh, say it pulled a half a million barrels a day, I could see oil prices literally jumping over the $100 a barrel mark, said James Bartis, a senior researcher at Rancorp. A sharp global economic slowdown could follow. That's the dilemma the U.S. and European nations face as they decide whether to act on Iran. But Iran would also pay a hefty price if the petrodollars that now represent 80% of export revenues are reduced, potentially stirring civil unrest in a country that's already got a 14% unemployment rate. How do you like that? I don't. So instead of going into the country where we should have gone in there, if we were going in anywhere, Iran, we went in Iraq because they had better targets there, I guess, than Iran or Afghanistan. He tried to kill my Paul. He tried to kill my daddy. That's right. He's a bad bad guy. That trial, by the way, is postponed until Sunday. Any interest left in that? No. No. All the, uh, the judges keep quitting. The prosecutors, everybody keeps quitting. 
Maybe somebody's making an offer they can't refuse. Well, if it doesn't fit, you must. You're full of crap. Right. Seven ninety-seven on the uh, pool. You ever fly seven ninety-seven? Just wait till they build it. The most incredible thing you've ever seen on TV is the nine eleven attacks five oh six goes without saying. Over sixty-three percent. We're still trying to uh, soak it in. Believe it. We're hoping it was just a bad dream, but then Bin Laden's and Bush's man, they had some issues, I guess. And then, of course, there was that Pentagon. Can't find a scrap of that plane, but that one enough plane went right there in the Pentagon. Must have gone deep inside. Neil Armstrong walks on the moon, 60. Jack Ruby shoots uh, Lee Harvey Oswald, 48. The Challenger explodes, 46. The JFK assassination, only 22. Now, how, how is that possible? I mean, I realize it's... Well, I mean, the, the Jack Ruby thing is the same time, like uh, right. a few days later. Huh? I don't I know. I think it was like two days later. Better faces, better grimacing, I guess. Jeez, talk about stupid. 2000 election count 20. The OJ Bronco chase 12. The OJ trial 10. It was vile, the OJ trial. And if they did acquit, he's full of Schmidt. Katrina floods the Gulf Coast 9. Chocolate. <laughs> sure. You know, that would be a good poll to take someday, but what's the point? Who's dumber, Ray Nagin or George W. Bush? Oh, I no mean, contest. That, that's no contest. Get out of here. I'm telling you. Elian Gonzalez Rescue, 8, in the closet. L.A. Riot, 7. Waco Shootout, 5. Clinton Impeachment Hearings, 5, with that nose growing like Pinocchio. Columbine Massacre, 4. Bobby Riggs and Billie Jean King, 4. She whomped his ass. Watergate Hearings, 4. Bombing a Baghdad, Part 1, 4. Columbia Shuttle breaks up over Texas, 3. All the bad things happen in Texas. Rodney King beating, 3. California is where they happen. Like I said, Janet Jackson's booby flap, 3. Fall of the Berlin Walls got up here. Virgin Mary on a grilled cheese sandwich, 2. Sarah Silver Woman kills herself right on the air. Sud saw it. And somebody else, too. Two people seen it. Ronald Reagan gets shot, too. Oklahoma City bombing, too. John Lennon assassination, one. Geraldo gets busted in the nose, one. Robert Kennedy shooting, only one. JFK Jr.'s plane crash finally got one. Somebody who liked that. What was the name of that magazine, that awful magazine he had? George. Oh, my God. Why do you remember? Yeah. He, he couldn't even spell did, it right. I did word association. He couldn't even spell it right. Uh, Princess Diana's death and the funeral, one. See, I wanted a funeral on there, too, but uh, Josh wouldn't put it on there. I remember Elton John singing that silly-ass song. Goodbye, Princess Diana. Oh, oh, please. I remember watching that. I don't know to laugh or cry. Goodbye, Princess Diana. Although it rhymed, it had nice alliteration the to it. Queens of the Princesses. I beg your pardon. Shock and awe, part two in Iraq, one. And then the Andrew Cunanan episode, he's dead. John Stossel gets smacked by Dr. D. Nunn. Shinehead O'Connor rips up a picture of the Pope nun and the value jet plane crash in the Everglades nun. Out of 800 votes, we're going to get to 1,000 today. I believe it in my heart. Your heart of hearts. 1,000. Now, if we can get, like, a dollar a vote. God. You know, you remember the scene, in, I'm sure everybody does, in Godfather? Yeah. After they shoot Don Corleone? After Pauly uh, sets him up? Right. And they shoot him, and he's trying to run away, and they keep shooting five shots. <laughs> yeah, it was five. And Fredo, uh, who's totally helpless, you know, he fumbles the gun. <laughs> right. And he's sitting on the curb, and he's rocking. He's got his head in his hands, and he's rocking back and forth. He's going, again. Maybe he was dominating. Maybe that could be. And that's what I was thinking uh, when I got that message, that voicemail from uh, Clarence yesterday. I, I put my hand in my head. Again. Again. <laughs> You're laughing, man. Were you sitting on a curb? I was trying to curb my enthusiasm, I'll tell you that. And, in fact, that call did curb my enthusiasm for life and for this place. Meaning that place. Oh, God. See, you know, Joe Bell's a good guy, but like I said, it's like taking over the Titanic when it's about three feet from the bottom of the ocean. In addition yeah. to which... He'll pull it up. Listen to me. In addition to which, why should I have to, like, email my 
talent sheet special to this one, and she's got to walk it away. You know, you know, if you've got a program director who's not capable of getting people's talent sheets turned in and signing them and getting them paid, maybe what we need is a full-time program director instead of a want-to-play-sports-the-baby kind of guy. You know what I'm saying? From now on, you fax it to me. I'll wrap it in the I, I would think that front. now that the Greg Reed era is over, that some of those uh, horrible mistakes that were made because of uh, you know personal uh, involvements of various kinds, I think that some of those things need to be corrected pronto, tanto, and that's one of them. You know, you talk, you talk about loyal to your people. What he did to, to your buddy Muff Lindsay there, who will say what you will, you know, he may be an emotional cripple, which he is. You fair. But nevertheless. Would you at like least to when... feel relaxed once again? <laughs> oh, no. Rectum. But at least when the going got tough, he uh, ran away and cried. No, when the going got tough, he would, like, uh, go uh, knock some doors down, you know. You are not alone, guys. Well, that's it. We are now. Now look what we got. Pop had Jenko. Look what we got. Pop had the Duffer, uh, Dufferino. Look what we got. A Quisling. A little hurricane. See, anybody associated with the hurricanes, automatically, I, I just write them off, you know? Just like the Beast. You realize why the Beast is there? That's because he's Clarence's boyfriend. You know that. I don't say that literally, necessarily, although there was a period of time. You know what I'm saying? What are you saying? That's what that's all about. You know that. You're the one that told me all of these things. I'm You're the one that told you. Yes, you are. I know that. Get out of here. I'd love to. The two of them are joined at the hip. And what an ugly picture that would make. Can you even begin to imagine that? I think we have that picture. Wow. <laughs> Try to hit something out of that hip. We like trying to hitch a, hitch a wagon out of the side of the, the earth on the side of Uranus. God. But at any rate, the beat goes on. So we've got good intentions there. Maybe we're like turning the corner and everything's going to be really just fine. But at this particular time, I kind of like wore out. You know what I'm saying? Wore out. This is Neil Rogers. Again. This Again. is 560 QA. Oh. This is Head of Homeland Security, Tom Ridge, advising you to put duct tape on your radio when I raise the warning color to pink for the Neil Rogers 12 to 1 hour. A long, long time ago, it was 1900, and Jesse Helms was just a lad of nine. <laughs> And no one knew what was in store Just ended the Spanish-American War So they parted like it was 1899 All right There were events that made you shiver But there were times we did deliver A promise that was kept With that famous one small step I can't remember each event or everything that man did invent. A century we will present. And this is how it went. My, my, how the time it did fly. Since it started, some departed, many tears we did cry. For the century, it's time that we say goodbye. It all happened in the blink of an eye. A hundred years have gone by. It all started when two guys were right. When they put an airplane into flight. And the start of radio. Sigmund Freud had his mom to thank. Quantum Theory and Max Planck and the Titanic, that story we all know. Well, World 
it soon began with shooting Archduke Francis Ferdinand. Millions died from the flu. And plastic, it was brand new. And then Russia had its revolution. Panama connected both of the oceans. Monopolies we won't see again. A hundred years gone by. And we were singing, my, my, how the time it did fly. Since it started, some departed, many tears we did cry. For the century, it's time that we say goodbye. It all happened in the blink of an eye. A hundred years have gone by. Albert had his relativity. They mass-produced a new Model T. And Lindbergh landed near Paris. Then some moldy bread gave penicillin Wall Street and the Great Depression. And women would vote like you and me. And Germany's chancellor was sworn in. And World War II would soon begin. Made Europe sovereign land. The Project Manhattan Evolution Trial in Tennessee We caught our first look at TV Then the day that lives in infamy A hundred years gone by And we were singing my, my How the time it did fly Since it started something parted Many tears we did cry For the century that we say goodbye It all happened in the blink of an eye A hundred years have gone by Franklin, Winston, they will soon be winning Starting with the D-Day invasion But at what an appalling cost In Russia, no one did defrost In Germany, they finally lost Discovered the horrors of the Holocaust. Fat man, little boy, and Ola Gay changed the whole world on that very day. NATO had just begun, and China ruled by Nazism. The first player in baseball that was black. Israel got their homeland back. Massachusetts elected Jack A hundred years gone by And we were singing My, my, how the time it did fly Since it started, some departed Many tears we did cry For the century, it's time that we say goodbye It all happened in the blink of an eye A hundred years have gone by made such a fuss Rosa too tired went on the bus polio cured with a vaccine then Russia scared us big time with Sputnik our troops into Korea quick discovered the double helix scheme Oh, JFK left us way too soon, but promised to get us all to the moon. Yuri is first in space. Yeah, the pill we did embrace. And the French ship have been climbed into the night. 
missiles gave us quite a fright. Southeast Asia is on new fight. A hundred years gone by. And we were singing, my, my, how the years they did fly. Since it started, something parted, many tears we did cry. For the century, it's time that we say goodbye. It all happened in the blink of an eye. A hundred years have gone by. Neil's giant step was the big news. Roe vs. Wade gave women right to choose. Nixon resigns about Watergate. Got the troops out of Vietnam. Had hostages taken by Iran. And a virus made us too scared to go date. A test tube babies held aloft. Some guy named Bill started Microsoft. Cube. Chernobyl explosion, the Berlin Wall gets broken, the USSR says goodbye, some students in China, they did try, seven died in the Florida sky, a hundred years gone by. I'm dying over here. And they were singing, my, my, how the time it did fly. Since it started, some departed, many tears we did cry. For the century, it's time that we said goodbye. It all happened in the blink of an eye. A hundred years have gone by. We were singing, my, my, how the time it did fly. Since it started, some departed, many tears we did cry. For the century, it's time that we say goodbye. Cause a hundred years have gone by. All right. Well, it seems like only yesterday, don't it? You know, he uh, has got a very annoying voice, that particular guy. does some of the bits. Yeah. But that's a great thing. That's about the only good thing he ever done. That's great because it's long. It's eight minutes long, and I, the reason I played it, beside the fact that it's eight minutes long. Oh, by the way, I got the fax you just sent me here. Yeah. Uh, okay. Um, the amazing thing about it is so many of the things on our pool today, see how topical and timely that is? Right. <laughs> yeah. Like the Hindenburg. How come we don't have that on there? The Hindenburg? Now, granted, it was what, 1929? <laughs> Wasn't it Moviola? No, no, but we've seen it. We've all right. seen it. And we said we heard that oh, uh, crazy yeah. announcer from Chicago. Oh, uh, no, from New Jersey. I'm sorry. It was in Jersey, right? And the announcer was, oh, my God, this is the worst thing I've ever seen. It sounded like almost like Joe Zagacki, so hysterical, like the Canes just scored a touchdown. Oh, I see the Canes lost on one of their big prospects to a Pennsylvania. Don't forget, you can't spell uh, scum without U-M. Okay, let's see. The most incredible thing you've ever seen on TV. I don't want to read that whole list. I just got through doing that. So you're bad. That's because you sent me that fact. My bad. I just, you know, I, I just, I can't take it no more. You know, you, you reach a saturation point. I think that all of us in life, we have like an aggravation uh, meter in our brain. You know what I'm saying? In other words, a quotient. And when, it's like filling up a gas tank. When, when it gets full to the brim, when you like start topping off the tank, it like starts spewing out. You know what I'm saying? Like spilling over. Mm-hmm. And I think I got spillover today from spil- that crap. Spilkes? Spilkies and spillover. Fort Lauderdale firm accused of selling cell and phone records via website. Oh, my God. Here we go with that crap again. Take all these people and put them on death row, okay? And, you know, talk about larceny in people's hearts. I'm so sick and tired of this crap. 
I mean, everybody's belly aching about the, the government, and rightfully so. The government is uh, listening on your conversations, and they're opening your mail. Well, how about all these companies that are, like, uh, selling your private information, for Christ's sakes? The state attorney general's office today sued a Fort Lauderdale Corporation and its officers, alleging the firm improperly sold confidential cell phone and telephone records through its Internet sites. The firm, First Source Information Specialist, Inc., is accused of providing its customers with confidential telephone calling records of unsuspecting consumers, the Florida Attorney General's office said, in a prepared release. The suit was filed in Leon County Circuit Court. Ever been in Leon County? Not that I can recall. That's Tallahassee, isn't it? Uh, must have. Long time ago. Remember Leon? No. Who was Leon? Wasn't there somebody named Leon? Think about it. Okay. The state claims first sourced uh, deceived telephone companies by impersonating either customers or company employees in order to obtain the personal calling information in violation of the Florida Unfair and Deceptive Practices Act and civil conspiracy laws, the release said. Oh, if we have a Florida Unfair and Deceptive Practices Act, how can the Beasleys be in business? I'm sorry. An undercover investigation by the Florida Public Service Commission confirmed that the website should offer to sell a list of calls made from any given phone number, including cell phones. This is beyond an outrage and a gross invasion of privacy, said Attorney General Charlie Chris, you fairy, who is running for governor. Gay. Citizens have a right to expect that their private personal telephone records will not be used as a cash cow for a third party. Oh, I wasn't even invited to the first party, were you? No, I wasn't. According to the state, First Source runs several websites that offer call lists to anyone who wishes to purchase them. Investigators determined that buyers did not have to provide any ID to obtain the records and only needed to provide the telephone number or numbers to be looked up. How do you like that? They're selling your phone numbers. They're canceling my BlackBerry probably pretty soon. They're going to put them out of business. Damn that. Uh, I thought they uh, settled on something. They, they did, and then they uh, reneged oh, on it. Oh, man. They yeah. unsettled? They, they're unsettled. I'm unsettled myself. That's just another thing. Although it's a Canadian company, I wonder if they would stay in business. I mean, how many subscribers could they have in Canada? About 30, man. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Certainly not enough to stay in business. Well, we'll see. Maybe they'll just maybe they'll just cut their payroll way down, you know, right. like we're doing, <laughs> blowing all the wrong people out the door. Well, I'm not saying all the wrong people. Twelve thirteen at five sixty WQM. Don't forget, we got Bo for um, well, where Mo used to be, Bo in the Mo spot at two o'clock with Jacques Martin at three. That should be really scintillating radio. You don't want to miss that. Mad Dog four to seven. Panther preview at seven o'clock. Panthers at the Lightning in Tampa Bay seven thirty tonight. Must win game. If they don't win this game tonight, bye bye. And uh, meanwhile, on, on 1360, we got the Canes, baby. It's the Canes. you got to say it right. The Canes. Hurricane warm-up on AM 1360 at 830. 9 o'clock, it's the Canes and Virginia Cavaliers basketball. Any interest? No. Remember, they were belly You know, we got to have the on-campus arena. That's why we're not drawing flies. And they built the on-campus arena. And guess what? What? They're not drawing flies. Although, if they just open the doors up. Eddie Kay follows a Panther uh, hockey on QAM. The other thing's on 1360. Even Sid Levin is blushing about that. It's that time of the year again for New Year's resolutions, and the, probably the most popular resolution of all is lose some weight. Lose some weight. Remember Ann Bancroft screaming it at the funeral to begin your fatso? Yeah, she's pounding on the, on the uh, uh, casket. A tisket, a tasket. She's banging the casket. Anyway, this year we're going to help the beast stay alive and help him get ready for his wedding day, providing him with great gourmet meals from Balance for Life. And by the way, beast, this is your food for the whole day. Not in addition to the other stuff you eat all day. This is your food for the whole day. What could be easier than getting three delicious gourmet meals and two delicious snacks delivered every day right to your doorstep in a little black sack and still lose weight like crazy? So forget about joining a gym and paying a fortune for that, fighting the traffic and taking showers with strangers. Just sign up for Balance for Life. 
Every week they give you a menu of meal selections. You pick out the stuff that you want, and they do all the work preparing for you according to the Zone Diet, the fantastic, most delicious stuff you've had in a long time. And because you're getting five feedings a day, you don't feel deprived or depraved. You're not starving all day, so it's easy to stay on it. You will lose a ton of weight. So get with the Zone with Balance for Life. Call them right now. Mention that you heard it on the Neil Rogers Show or just mention QAM and get two free days of food this week from Balance for Life. Call 1-866-225-4543. That's 1-866-225-4543 or on the web. It's balanceforlife.com. This is Neil Rogers. This is 560-QAM. Neil Rogers is my lover. Well, congratulations. Get a life. And now the League of Retarded Citizens will perform their rendition of Green Onions. Don't make fun. They work very hard for this. Hey, that I sound of like Terry Enders. I think if we did that by several years. 1219 at 560 WQAM. Was it playfully outrageous or just plain offensive? Live from the red carpet at the 63rd Annual Golden Globes, E-correspondent Isaac, Isaac Mizrahi groped Scarlett Johansson's breast, looked down Terry Hatcher's dress, right, asked Eva right. Longoria about her pubic hair, all and otherwise right. caught celebrities off guard. The openly gay fashion designer didn't mean to offend anyone, E-Network's president and CEO Ted Harbour told the AP on Friday. In fact, Mizrahi was just what the network ordered. He's already been assigned to carpet duty at the Academy Awards on March 5th. I hired Isaac because I felt the red carpet work on television, not just on E, had become predictable, stayed, and frankly, boring. What I wanted is somebody who'd bring surprise, Harbert said. Well, I wonder if he's going to goose Brad Pitt. But whether the State American Academy of Motion Pictures, Arts, and Sciences will take kindly the way repeat of Ms. Rocky's Golden Globes behavior on its own red carpet is another question entirely. I have no idea what plans E has on Oscar night. If they're suggesting they would do something similar on our red carpet, we'd have some good discussions with them, said Academy spokesman John Pavlik. I can predict we'd be extraordinarily angry if that happened on our carpet. I can't yeah, predict what we would do afterward. I'll bring them both of my dogs. Today. I'll bring them back to life and wait till you see what they're going to do on your carpet. No, they don't need dry concepts in there. Look at that coming up in the next break. What a lead in. You know, I'm angry that it wasn't me squeezing Scarlett Johansson's breath. Well, there you go. Too bad. Maybe if you were, yeah. it would help. Maybe then she wouldn't be intimidated. Got some bad news from uh, uh, Palm Beach. Dead guy. Yeah. An 82-year-old man drowned in a swimming pool this morning with his elderly wife nearby, but unable to do anything about it other than call for help. The Palm Beach Sheriff's Office said the elderly wife called 9-11 for help at 9:28 this morning after her husband went to the pool at their home in the 10,900 block of Boca Woods Lane, which is west of Boca. I wonder who that might be. The wife told dispatchers her husband was drowning in the pool, but she couldn't do anything to help. I wonder if she had, like, her foot on his head. Or maybe she just used the, the fishnet. The strainer. What do they call those nets? I mean, not a fish net. What are they, you know, uh, the nets that they clean the pools with. Yeah, the pool cleaning net. The pool, pool cleaning uh, thing. Deputies said the man died at the scene. They also said they were treating the death as accidental. An autopsy has been ordered, however, to determine the exact time and cause of death. And the investigation continues. Well, maybe she just tired of the old goat. Maybe she wanted to live it up. 
Here's a little more of the skinny or the chubby, as the case may be, on that story about the WB and UPN. What's the show on the WB? Uh, Hot uh, Brothers? Supernatural. Supernatural. You never heard of it? No. Josh? No. Well, see, I'm opening up a new avenue for you. You might actually like the show. Forget about the fact the guys look good. I'll give it a shot. Yeah, it might be pretty good. It's it's pretty good uh, story. I guess it's kind of like a you know like a nighttime soap opera, something like that. Warner Brothers and CBS Corporation announced plans today for the creation of a new broadcast TV. I I didn't know. It shows you I'm out of touch. Like Tom Jicka says, I didn't know that CBS had anything to do with the Warner Brothers or UPN. Did they? Okay, I guess they do. Oh, never thought a about new it. TV network called CW that would replace WB and UPN in the fall of this year. The new broadcast network will draw on programming from both WB and UPN and be a joint venture between Warner Brothers and CBS with each OIC, with each company owning 50 percent. The new network will serve the public with high quality programming and maintain our ongoing commitment to our perverse and diverse audience, said Les Moonves, the Moon Man, chairman of CBS. Primetime programming will target the profitable 18 to 34 age group, officials of Warner and CBS said. The new network will broadcast such UPN shows as America's Next Top Model, Veronica Mars, Everybody Hates Chris, as well as the WB programs, Beauty and the Geek, Smallville, and the Gilmore Girls. It doesn't say a damn thing about uh, the supernatural crap. How do you like that? Maybe they're superstitious. Is that what it is? That is really sad. Everybody Hates Chris is what it said? He doesn't know Chris. Oh, I see. Well, maybe that's why they hate him. To know him is to love him. Well, I'll tell you, we got the Bowmeister this afternoon, and tomorrow we got Curtis on there, and then uh, th- Thursday we got Geldy, and Friday we got ah! Geldy again. And it's Mix and Max. It's the old ma- Max, Smash. It's the old Mishmash. And I guess the reasoning being is that we can't drop below a 1-1. One, one. In other words, if we just, just have the transmitter on going like, you know, 60-cycle mm-hmm. tone, we still got to break a 1-1, one, one, wouldn't you think, on this station? I would imagine, right. Yeah, we're, we're breaking it. Although I think Greg already did that. Oh, the Senate Judiciary Committee approved the nomination of Sam Alito and now goes to the full Senate. What a shock. Is that a shock? Oh, a surprise? No, no, Lord. Yeah. There's Pat Leahy. He said, F you too, Dick Cheney. And there's Arlen the Inspector, whose hair's growing back. He's still looking for that magic bullet on the stretcher. Oh, speaking of this stuff, <clears throat> good, uh, good timing. Thank you. How come you're not taking all those great calls? WQAM, hello. Hey, what's up? Yes, sir. Yeah, I just wanted to talk to him about Supernatural real quick. You're talking to him. I'm, I'm him. Oh, hey, what's up, man? Yeah, that's a great show, man. Yeah, it's pretty good. How long has that been on? Uh, probably like two months, maybe three months, I think. Uh-huh. It's about there. It's been like seven, eight episodes or so, but it's a great show, man. Right. I think it's pretty good. It, it captivated me. I, I forget what the story was about. I think it was two weeks ago, but it's pretty yeah. interesting. Yeah, I like it, man. And plus, you said, they're two handsome fellas. Now, go along with that. Okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> I think his boyfriend was calling in there. Did you hear the other call yeah, waiting? It was the, uh, the other gay cowboy. Get out of here. Oh, and did you see, there was a clip, uh, and actually I didn't watch any of it, that two-hour um, marathon, uh, borathon at Bush. Oh, and Lou ha- Dobbs, Hobbs, Dobbs says last night on CNN, oh, I think the president did very well on his uh, uh, his uh, town meeting. Yeah, right, with his little American flag on his lapel, screaming and yelling about illegal aliens. Who are you kidding, you closet Nazi, you? Who are you faking, Lou Dobbs, you jackass, you lunatic, you fairy? God. Now, what that was, oh, and so they showed some clips on the news, and somebody in the, some smart ass there was Kansas State, and they asked him, have you seen uh, uh, Bareback Mountain yet? Uh, yeah, he said I, it right I now. saw that clip. Did you see that clip? Yeah. And he stood there, and they're all oh, chuckling, ah, I, I haven't seen it. Yeah, no, he asked him, what, what, what do you think about it? Yeah, I haven't seen it. Huh? <laughs> yeah, he was probably thinking to himself, you fairy. And actually, they showed some clips in the audience during the news, and because of the fact it was stacked with mostly uh, Bush uh, liquors, uh, as a result, it was all, hey! But I, there, you could see a couple of uh, kids, college kids, in the background, like that, with their hands clasped, but you couldn't hear them, you know? Mm-hmm. 
And that's the way it is. Another staged event by your uh, fascist president. Anyway, speaking of Sam Alito, this is a good lead-in. At the historic swearing-in of John Roberts as the 17th Chief Justice of the USA last September, every member of the Supreme Court except Antonin Scalia was in attendance. ABC News has learned that Scalia instead was on the tennis court at one of the country's top resorts, the Ritz-Carlton Hotel in Bachelor Gulch, Colorado, during a trip to a legal seminar sponsored by the Federalist Society. Not only did Scalia's absence appear to be a snub of the new Chief Justice, but according to some legal ethics experts, it also raised questions about the propriety of what critics call judicial junkets. At least he wasn't duck-hunting with the uh, Vice President. Just wait. It's unfortunate, of course, that, that that's what kept him from the swearing-in was an activity that in and of itself is dubious ethical propriety, said Stephen Gillers, an NYU law professor who's a recognized scholar on legal ethics. Scalia spent two nights at the luxury resort lecturing at the legal seminar where ABC News also found him on the tennis court, heading out for a fly-fishing expedition and socializing with members of the Federalist Society, the conservative activist group that paid for the expenses of his trip. At a press conference almost two weeks later, Scalia was not inclined to tell reporters his whereabouts during Robert's swearing in. I was out of town with a commitment I couldn't break, and that's what the Public Information Office told you, he said. It doesn't matter what it was. It was a commitment I couldn't break. He continued with question further. How do you like that? What a crock of crap. What a bunch of crooks. The fascists have taken over, and you heard it first right here on a show that nobody knows about. Best kept secret in the USA, the Neil Rogers Show, where you can't even get paid on payday. That's how shabbily they treat us, like crap, like garbage, like the stuff you scrape off on the bottom of the barnacles, you know? You know the, bar the barnacles on the bottom of a ship? Yeah, what about them? Well, whatever the slime is underneath the barnacles, that's the way they treat us, just like that slime. Ooh, barnacles. Don't you feel, like, unclean? Yeah, well, I'm used to Man. it right now. Every time I look at that check, I feel unclean. 27 past noon at QN. Of course, I can't look at it until you got it. I'll tell you what will make your carpets clean as opposed to unclean, and that's dry concepts, the best in the world. I've been telling you about these people for about 100 years now, and the reason being that I use them myself. I've used them in my homes for over 20 years, and you've got to be crazy to call anybody else. And this year, dry concepts wants to make your life a lot easier. During the month of January, dry concepts is encouraging everybody to take advantage of their outstanding maintenance contract. Dry Concepts Maintenance Contract offers you savings like crazy and real peace of mind, too. Enjoy the benefits of their plant carpet dry cleaning service. Not only will you save 50% off their regular prices, but you'll also enjoy the added benefit of knowing that Dry Concepts will be there anytime you need them. Dry Concepts is dedicated to the clean carpet approach instead of the common, clean, dirty carpet approach. Don't be fooled by those scamsters, those 1995 specials that leaves your carpet schmutzy and soaked for days without treating the real problems. You made a big investment in those carpets and your upholstery drapery. Let Dry Concepts protect that investment and make them all look just like brand new. Their staff is fully certified, their service and standard unmatched anywhere. So take the worry on, out of having your home sanitized all year long with Dry Concepts Maintenance Program. Call them toll-free today and tell them that old Neil told you to call, and I do emphasize old, 1-800-248-5071. That's in Dade, Broward, and the Palm Beaches, by the way, toll-free. 1-800-248-5071. Nobody nowhere does it like dry concepts. This is Neil Rogers. This is 560 QAM. Public, baby. Only in Miami. Who sounds like a moron. Every time he sees It's the way God wants it to be Wants to take a city and cover it in sweets Ray Nagin can Ray Nagin can? Ray Nagin can Ray Nagin can Cause he wants to make New Orleans taste good And I don't care what people are saying Sounds like Jesse Jackson We as black people His comments are bizarre Surely God is mad there's the locals to a Willy Wonka farm. Chocolate. Egg and can. Egg and can. 
Yes, Ray Megan can. Ray Megan can, because he wants to make a new Orleans taste good. It's time for us to come together. It's time for us to rebuild a New Orleans, the one that should be uptown or wherever they are. This city will be chocolate, a chocolate New Orleans. He never takes the blame for anything he says. Chocolate at the end of the day. Put that chocolate in some coffee and you'll pop Juan Valdez, Ray Nagin can. Ray Nagin can. You know I can. Ray Nagin can because he wants to make New Orleans taste good. You can't have New Orleans no other way. It wouldn't be New Orleans. And you notice how that story just vanished again. I mean, if the mayor of Minnesota would have said, we want to make uh, Minneapolis, uh, mayor of Minnesota, mayor of Minneapolis would have said, want to make Minneapolis a vanilla city, there would have been such a hue and cry. There would have been screaming bloody murder. You know, every every organization, the NAAPP and the, you name it, they'd have been there just uh, carrying on like crazy. Yeah. Jesse Jackson would be there flapping his arms up and down like a chicken in heat, right? Like a chicken Aruba? Exactly. But no, here's this dodo bird in Orleans talking this crap, and then the next day he like tries to like water it down. He re- he really meant more like mocha, like mocha. Some milk into it. Yeah, that's right. He stirred a little uh, cow's milk into it. Yeah, of another. And by the way, we'll see you over at the uh, Civic Center and at the uh, Superdome. <laughs> right, man, you talk about the blind leading the blind between him and Mary Landrew and. Um, uh, your president and uh, Brownie Brown and uh, the guy from Homeland Security. What's his name? That loser that with a mustache looks like Hermann Goering. Oh, uh, uh, Skeletor Chertoff. That's the one. Now Hermann Goering was fat. He looks like uh, Joseph Goebbels with a mustache. Although Hitler had a much uh, more interesting mustache. Not a good one, but more interesting. Wouldn't you think that somebody would have taught him how to shave? That was a stunt. And get a haircut. He was a real fashion player. He had yes, the hair down over one side of the head. And then the mustache, like one one side of the mustache was like, it was kind of, oh, I, and you weren't here yesterday. You missed it. Maybe you saw it on the news because Josh didn't see it. No. What? Speaking of New Orleans, they, they showed a, uh, they had one of those town hall uh, seminars with people that are like foaming at the mouth because they can't find their relatives. And they're like all uh, homeless and, you know, all the stuff from Katrina. And it was this big, fat, uh, dark-complected, uh, chocolate lady. Mm-hmm. Uh, just carries screaming, and rightfully so. I guess they can't find her mother or whatever the deal is. And the last time they saw her, she was with them, and now they spirited her away, and uh, they know nobody cares. And she had a mustache that would make Hitler's pale and insignificance. Really? I'm not talking about like a little facial hair like some ladies have. It's like a hormonal thing. No, she had a mustache. No, was it like Charlie Chaplin and Hitler? No, it was more it? like your father's mustache. Like, like Wolford Brimley? Uh, no, not not that bushy. <laughs> No, more like, uh, uh, I'm trying to think, Edward G. Robinson. Oh, hey, styling. Yeah. <laughs> Man, I'm giving a new meaning to the term hair lip. Good God. You haven't seen it? No, sorry. Oh, you just got to see that before you die. There, there's nothing you need to, I mean, I don't want to be in like, like we discussed yesterday. It's possible that with Katrina and everything, maybe she didn't have time to do all her hygiene, you know. Maybe somebody stole her bick. I don't know. But wouldn't you think that that would be... I, I just don't get it. Have you? Are you familiar with women with mustaches, for example? Like old women, sometimes they'll get a whiskers. No, no, a mustache. Not whiskers, a mustache. No, man. Sorry. <laughs> you remember the mustache peats? No. Anyway, speaking of that, a federal court judge ruled that two city ordinances that govern nude adult entertainment clubs in Daytona Beach are unconstitutional because the city failed to prove that serving alcohol at the clubs caused an increase in crime and violence. Good for you, Orlando. It's about time they're making a comeback. God, long overdue. 
The ruling stems from a 2002 suit by Lollipops Gentlemen's Club, arguing that the city regulations which prohibit nude adult clubs from serving booze did not meet a U.S. Supreme Court test for allowing free speech to be restricted. How do you like that, your mama? So socks in hell. The high court set several criteria that can be used to restrict public nudity, including restrictions that further a substantial government interest. The trial centered on if Daytona's ordinances met that standard. Friday's ruling was the latest salvo in a long-running battle between Orlando and several adult entertainment lounges. City uh, officials have long wanted to clean up the town's image by restricting nude dancing to certain parts of the city and barring booze from being served there. Oh, brother. So tired of that crap. Lollipops is on Grandview Avenue and features topless dancers in G-strings. All right. This is a clear, resounding, and unbelievable... Unbelievable. ...win for us, said Brett Hartley, an attorney representing Lollipops. There's a difference between saying we don't like strip clubs and we don't want them and saying we don't want them because they cause crimes. The latter is acceptable. The former is not. In issuing his ruling Friday, U.S. District Judge John Antoon II wrote that recent court rulings have raised the bar for municipalities and proving that nude clubs lead to crime. He agreed with the club's attorney and wrote that the city's laws are... You, know, you see, it's like a self-fulfilling prophecy. Mm-hmm. Because as you know, what they do is they zone in cities. They zone certain parts of, of cities for this kind of for adult entertainment, and they always pick the smarmiest, the sure. nastiest, kind of, kind of like the right. uh, red light district in Boston, the same thing, the combat zone. Well, they called it combat zone for a real reason, you know? Mm-hmm. So they always put in there and say, oh, look at all the crime it's bringing in, and all the smarmy people, and you know, stuff like that. It's just, it's America for you, baby. I remember when America used to be kind of an enjoyable place. I was trying to think when that QAM used to be an enjoyable place, but I can't, I guess my memory's getting short in my old age. How's that pool coming, he asked. Boy, this is sure a long show today. My God, it's not even 1 o'clock yet. Uh, uh, actually, I, I need to come up for oxygen today. The most incredible thing you've ever seen on TV is this is a pretty good list of stuff, and it goes right in with that American Pie thing we played. 908 mm-hmm. votes. We're going to make 1,000 like falling off a rock, you know what? Like falling off the edge of a cliff, like Roger Thorpe. 908, that's kind of great. And you know something? I got tomorrow's poll. We'll start on next hour. How's that? Well, we can't start on unless we, uh, huh? Right. Well, we did this yesterday. That uh, Now, how did we do that? Josh typed it up and sent it to Eric. Yeah, and thanks again. Huh? Yeah. And thanks again to uh, Sean for sending us a, a few interviews. Keep working on it, Sean. Don't don't stop now. You want to know tomorrow's poll before I read today's? Okay. How about the one for a week from Wednesday? That'd be better. Here's tomorrow's. Whose enthusiasm is most annoying? And here's the list I got. Now, see, uh, uh, Sean said, aside from religious nuts. Well, why aside from religious nuts? Exactly. Why exempt them? The God Squad. You got your, your Mormons and your uh, Christian. Who are the ones that come? Jehovah's Witnesses with a watchtower and mm-hmm. the born again Christians and all the other getchkeys on the street corners. So lump them all in there. The religious nuts. Sure. Trekkies. Assorted nuts. Trekkies. All right. Recovering alcoholics. Ooh. Like used to work at Paxton there. Right. PC gamers. Political junkies. Goth people. I'll leave that for you. All right. And in, I, I added infomercial hosts. Okay. You know what I'm saying? I do. Hey, this is the greatest piece of cake, and they're all like uh, just bubbling over at the mouth, foaming, including that one cross-eyed bitch that's on her half the time with the Juicy Man. And by the way, speaking of the Juicy Man, Jack LaLanne just turned 110. This is Neil Rogers. This is 560 QAM. The Ron Ron Radio Network. Nobody can tell me what it is. What's this? 
Maybe a little word. Keep going. Hey. All right. Don't forget, we got Geldy Thursday and Friday. Any interest? No. It's going to be uh, two to four. Uh, it's kind of the mix and match hour, two to four. Now, did you fax that thing to Eric? Because I tried faxing him in the pool and his line was busy, so I'm assuming you were faxing him something? No, I was not. Well, shame on him then. So how are we going to do this then? Uh, keep trying, or you can fax it to me, and I'll make sure that he gets it. Yeah, just like that paycheck. Okay, I'll fax it to you right now. How's that? Okay. Just like that timesheet. Okay, you got the uh, starter list uh, coming at you. All right. Wait till you hear this. You're going to uh, fall on the floor. Are you sure? Phil, you hear that uh, faxing sound in the I back? And I yeah. love that. Oh, yeah, this one, these uh, these faxes. <laughs> Phil Henry's new TV show is set to debut. Are you I, impressed? I uh, heard a rumor about that. Well, there you go. Premier Radio Network's Man of a Thousand Voices will appear as a cynical history teacher named Dick Green on the new NBC TV ensemble comedy, Teachers. The show will bow April 6th in the 9.30 p.m. time slot, immediately following this season's breakout comedy hit, My Name is Oil. The executive producers of Teachers are Matt Tarsis and Bill Rubel, the creative forces behind recent primetime TV hits, Scrubs and Will and Grace. Yay. Henry will continue to host his nightly syndicated radio show for a premiere, which currently airs on a reported 100-plus stations nationwide. Okay. There you go. Your old buddy, Phil Henry. Remember when he used to be uh, good? I do. I was going to say when he used to be a good guy, which we found out pretty early on he was never a good guy. But he used to be good, but not no more. But he's going to be a big hit on TV, man. You're just jealous. Yeah, I'm not jealous. I just want to get paid. That's all. That's all I want. Is that, is that too much to ask? Whose enthusiasm is most annoying? How about sports fans? Huh? I'm pulling it right back out of the fax machine, please. <laughs> yeah. You know the ones I'm talking about, that wear all the yeah. paraphernalia. It's one thing to wear the paraphernalia to a ball game or a hockey game, but it's another thing to walk around like an overgrown child, like our program director, with a Canes cap and, and the outfit. Oh, geez. Like they all want to be Dolphin Denny or something. Or the Canes. What the was the Canes mascot? I should know because I'm the one. Uh, that stork? No. The other one. It's a baseball mascot. The Ibis? Don Ibis. WQAM, hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. You know whose uh, enthusiasm is way too annoying? Who's that? Uh, Richard Simmons. Oh, God. And or Rip Taylor. You remember him, don't you? Yeah, but isn't he dead? I, you know, he might have died. I sure it, hope it, so. Uh, he, was, he was gay, so he might have died. You know? And also, uh, you yeah, know... He could have been straight and he might have died, too. You know, that's the way it goes. Well, that's it. Yeah, everybody dies. See you later, mm -hmm. guy. Okay. Bye. He might have been gay, so he might have died. <laughs> Pathetic. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty in the Verizon. Paul Lind was gay. He's dead. Raymond Burr was gay. He's dead. John Wayne was a uh, real straight arrow. He's dead. I beg your pardon. I did not know he was gay. Oh, are you, are you starting in again? Do, 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 do. Just leave him alone already, will you please? I mean, the bits are enough. Are you going to start again with a mole man, huh? Maybe. Do, 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 do. Whatever you want. 
WQAM, hello. Hello? Yes, sir. Hey, Neil. For today's poll, do you have uh, the Beatles' first appearance on Ed Sullivan in February of 64? No, I do not. The Beatles. Seventy million people watched that. I'll be damned. That's scary, isn't it? It was a really great show. Yeah. Now yeah, on our but... stage. <laughs> okay, thanks, Pally. A little bit late to start adding on to this poll, but we should have had that on there. You're right. Thank you, Topo. I seen it. I seen the Beatles. And it wasn't the Beatles. It was the Beatles. The That's Beatles. the way Ed Sullivan said. It's Solomon. The Beatles. Here on our stage. He, I mean, you got to hand it to him, man. There was a guy with no talent. He was, he was like right. a, a, a writer, a newspaper writer in New York. No and all talent. of a sudden, uh, your no, show of no shows uh, with, uh, I beg your pardon? No neck. No, it wasn't the show of shows. That was uh, Sid Caesar. It was right. the uh, Toast of the Town. Wasn't that it? Yes, the, it Ed, the Ed Solomon Show? Wait 30 seconds. Poker Brown will tell us. And then Senior Wences was on there, too. Sarai? Sarai. And uh, he had Elvis, of course, that we, or we could only photograph him from the hips up. You may find that most amusing nowadays, yeah. but it happens to be true. Elvis is first. Uh, he was a hipster. Uh, he was a hipster like somebody else we were just talking about. Not quite that hip, though. The ding dong daddy. WQAM, hello. Hey, Neil. How you doing, Pally? Okay, sir. Hey, you guys were a little mustache intensive last segment, huh? Yeah. With with the with the girl from New Orleans, Hitler, and all. That's a poll. Who has the best mustache? Oh, we've done that. Have you done that? The best mustache? Or the, the most, best mustache. How about the most unusual mustache? Well, you could do that. You've got Hitler. you got Stalin. you got Frank Zappa. you got a Who lot of Who is the comedian mustache. that had like the long, oh, geez, a zillion years ago, even I'm not old enough to remember that, had that big, long, uh, curly Q mustache? Oh, God, Snidely Whiplash mustache. Well, something, something like that. That's just what I'm talking about. Yeah, that kind. <laughs> hey, Pally, have a great day. You Ke- too. Keenan Wynn? Who? Peter Wren? No, Keenan Wynn. Not Keenan. No, I'm talking about a long, long, long time ago. Had a Keenan Winden had that kind of. But that's a good poll idea. I like that. Thanks, Pally. Your father, your mama's mustache, right? Right. How about those mustache Pete's? Pizza. All for me. (laughs) (laughs) Who the hell was the Hurricanes mascot? It's a guy who used to be at South Carolina. He was called Cocky up there in South Carolina. And uh, at the College World Series, I told Ron Fraser, I said, we ought to get that guy. John Ruth was his real name. Come on, uh, Josh. What? He already told you that it's the Ibis, the real mascot. I don't know. What no, you're... that's not what we're talking about. Well, Don I don't know what you're talking about. Ah, jeez. You better start hanging out with uh, the other Josh more often. Get Hurricane Intensive. You better know your Kane trivia, mister, because you sure don't. Well, God. that is their mascot right now. So. Well, the one that used to be the mascot was he finally probably outgrew it, unlike uh, Jay Rokich and unlike Mike uh, Rosenthal and unlike uh, your program director. He probably outgrew it and wanted to grow up and go into the real world, you know? Was it a pelican? It was not a pelican. It was like a, uh, I don't know what he was. Forget about it. That's what happens when you get old and feeble. Come to QAM. Hello. Is it a dodo? It was a dodo bird. QAM. Hello, Neil. Yes, sir. You know that uh, Anna Benson bitch you were talking about yesterday? Yes. Her husband. The one that was, the one that was ragging on my, poor Michael Moore. Exactly. Well, her husband got traded to the Baltimore Orioles. Good. Serves him right. The pitcher that got traded back to the Mets for him name is Jorge Julio. I'll be damned. They're everywhere. We've got Julio's coming out of the uh, broom closet, man. It's frightening. That's right. I just thought you'd find that funny. Thanks for the bad news. Oh, and by the way, George was out sick yesterday, so we didn't know that the oldest station in the state of Oklahoma, the oldest AM station, just went... Incredible. Uh, simulcasting the FM in Espanol. By the way, I wasn't No really speaking English. Huh? That's amazing. 
Oklahoma City. That's because all them illegal beaners are coming up across the border. Right. From, and, of course, Texas can't hold all of them, so they shove them up into Oklahoma. Those they say, those, just, mm-hmm. just follow the fires. That's right. Those are those mushy beaners, too, by the way. Right. Just follow them fires, like early fires and late fires. WQAM, hello. Yes, Neil. Yes, sir. Yeah, I just got a little bit of interesting trivia for you. Okay. Okay, Kobe Bryant scored 81, 81 points, points against the Raptors. I've seen it. It was 666 games. Wow. Now, that's not the weird part, though. The weird yeah. part is it was his 150th without a rape charge. <laughs> Excellent. Nice going, Pally. So, only the Raptors could give up 81 points to one guy. That's beautiful. Yeah, no, we're supposed to admire Kobe. He's a really great upstate. Well, we don't care if he's a slime ball, and maybe occasionally he, uh, you know, he has to uh, dip that uh, whatever. Can't say it. Sorry, Joyce. That was fun. Can't say anything anymore. You know, it, it's bad enough that we're like supposed to. We're supposed to like uh, make magic here. We can't say squat. We can't play the fart sounds. We can't even. We can't even fart like in our real lives anymore. One of these days, we're all going to, like, explode. No, it ain't stopping me. So at least, at the very least, just pay us, all you idiots over there in the West Coast. Just pay us. Stop with the excuses. Stop with the stall installment plan. Just write the freaking check. This is Neil Rogers. I can't do that. I can't do that. This yeah, is Q-A-N. It's not just the one to two hour. It's a phenomenon. He's a superstar in his pants in the NBA. He's keeping in his pants. But he wanted to his mom. Keeping in his pants on a faithful day. When he called her to his street, she was shocked as hell. He was hanging to his street. He didn't bring a bell. Keeping in his pants. Can't keep it in his pants. So he ate the food. And they had a kiss. As the things got blue. He's a look at his fist. It seems like we've only been here, what, 20, 30 hours, I would say? About 30, man. Good. No, no more than that. I beg your pardon? No more than that. Now, I just uh, looked on there to see the new poll I was going to put up this hour and I could, like print out the final result of the other one, and uh, it ain't there. No. No. I got a busy signal when I try to fax Eric, and I can't get an answer from him in the little chat room or on the phone. So I'll keep trying. <laughs> Like I said, we had such a good pull going on now. Why should we want to change it midstream, huh? (laughs) Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Isn't that what you're thinking? I'm sure that's what you were (laughs) thinking. Yeah, that's exactly what I'm thinking. Oh, they're they're showing the uh, the video of Isaac uh, Mizrahi. Isaac Mishivas Singer. I'm where? Uh, In VH1, I was just looking. VH1? I'm not anywhere near that. Oh, look at that. There's Robert Byrd walking out there on that cane. Sigo continues his recovery. In fact, Randall McCloy is now... Oh, there's the, yeah, the minor. Let's hear more about the minor, especially if they're over like the age of 10. Oh, God. 5670560. Oh, so I don't know what the hell we do about that, about this Eric. What are we going to do about this fat tub? I'll, I'll be trying. Oh, there he is. There he is what? 
I mean, little, in a little chat room. He's, uh, we only it. need him for like about a minute of his time, and then he can go back to whatever porn sites he was uh, trolling on. Whatever the hell he wants to do is fine with us, but uh, we just need him for that one thing, you know? Right. And then because Josh can add on the other thousands of the ones that are going to come pouring in, I'm sure he'll be delighted to do that because oh. I didn't hear anybody eating today. Fantastic. Not yet. Well, what do you mean not yet? It's already uh, after 1 o'clock. Well, we're late bloomers today. Are you really? We're wearing our late bloomers. Well, everybody's a little late, just like my paycheck. Oh, there he goes again. Yeah, that's right. There I go again. Pissed off, fired up, and just uh, worn out. Grounded along with other fellow terrorists. Wait till you hear this by your good friend Doug Thompson of CapitalHillBlue.com. This is just um, scary. Of course, it's all scary. The only problem is nobody's scared. Safety, safety, safety. That's what they're worried about, you know, safety. Doug Thompson says, when my wife's favorite aunt died last November, I say aunt, we immediately made plans dead for St. Louis for the funeral. We drove the 700 miles to St. Louis. I'm not allowed to fly on an airplane within the U.S. because the Department of Homeland Security and the TSA consider me a threat to the security of the USA. Yep, I'm on the official no-fly list along with some 80,000 other Americans. Most people don't learn they're on the list until they get to the airport and attempt to get a boarding pass. I'm lucky. A longtime friend who works for an airline tipped me several months ago that I'm on the list, so I don't even bother trying to fly. Those who don't know in advance are allowed to buy an airline ticket and often make the long trek to the airport, only to be told that they're not allowed to board a plane and must call an 800 number to see if they can be cleared to board the plane. Some are, some aren't, but the process takes so much time that many who are cleared end up missing their flight anyway. As an, a known enemy of Uncle Sam, I've got a lot of co-conspirators, U.S. Senator Edward Kennedy, uh, Representative John Lewis, Democrat of Georgia, even actor David Nelson from The Adventures of Ozzie and Harriet, each found themselves having to prove they're not terrorists before getting on a plane. But my favorite partner in crime is Edward Allen of Houston, Texas. Edward is a really dangerous man, or a boy anyway. Edward is four years old and was stopped along with his mother when they tried to board a plane over the holidays. You guessed, little Eddie is on the list. Another threat to the peace and security of the good old USA. Is this a joke, Eddie's mom told Continental Airlines agent, as out of all places, Bush Intercontinental Airport? You can tell he's not a terrorist. But Continental's agents weren't laughing and told young Eddie he would have to be cleared by the TSA before getting on the plane. They allowed him to fly, but he and his mom went through the same process when they tried to fly back home to Houston. I know the government's trying to protect because of the terrorist attacks, but common sense should play a role in it, Ms. Allen said. I don't think he should go through the trouble of being harassed and hindered. Senator Ted Kennedy understands what little Edward had to go through. He had to make multiple phone calls to get his name off the list. So did Congressman Lewis of Georgia. It takes a powerful U.S. senator that much trouble to get off the list. An ordinary person is doomed, says John Soma, a professor of computer and technology law at the University of Denver and executive director of the Privacy Foundation there. We still don't have a mechanism to ensure that the government's no-fly list is accurate, Soma said. The only way you can get your name off is if you're Senator Kennedy. He calls up somebody and says, you're not going to get your money next year, but what about the other 280 million Americans? The TSA won't tell anybody why they're on the no-fly list. They, that they claim is classified. Yet the list seems to carry a lot of names of people whose only crime has been critical of the Bush administration or the war in Iraq. People like Democratic senators or congressmen or James Moore, co-author of Bush's Brain, the best-selling book about Bush and Karl Rove. Moore found out he was on the list when he tried to board a flight a year ago. He hasn't been allowed to fly since. When he tried to find out how he got on the list, he was told that information wasn't available to him. I've been on the no-fly watch list for a year, Moore says. I'll never be told the official reason. No one ever is. You can't sue to get the information. Nothing I've done has moved me any closer to getting off the list. There were 35,000 Americans in that database last year. According to a European government that screens hundreds of thousands of American travelers each year, the list they've uh, been given to work from has since grown to 80,000. So much for the land of the free, says poor old Doug Thompson, who had to drive 700 miles to St. Louis to a funeral. Huh. I like that. Don't Is that pathetic or what? Pretty sad. Yeah. Too bad they don't put Clarence on that no-fly list. Then he might stick around for a little while. Although I'm not sure that's a, a, a plus 
Maybe we ought to take that poll in the next hour. Who ought to be the program director of QM? What about uh, Lenny Martez? At least maybe keep him off the air. Okay, here's the finally. Nice going, Eric. Now go back to your uh, porn sites, okay? Please, go back to your lunches. He was probably busy doing some business, okay? I mean, he's not making any money from us, especially since we had to take the, dump that uh, beaded curtain thing off of there, speaking the land of the free. Oh, well, if you don't have the uh, the uh, birth date and the uh, exact size of her boobies and the uh, day that the picture was taken and the time of day and uh, you know, what kind of camera was taken with, you know what kind I think it was taken with? Browning? That's the one. Heck of a job. Here's the final poll, baby. I'm printing it out right now. There it is, the one for today. Oh, look at this. It goes on to another page. How the hell is that possible? The most incredible thing you've ever seen on TV is we got uh, 970. Oh, see, what a shame. We got 976. Should I let it go to 1,000? No. What, what difference does it make? Why do you get so whipped up about that 1,000? I don't know. Sorry I ever talked to you into that. 9-11 uh, attacks, 614, 63%. That's uh, numero uno. Neil Armstrong walks on the moon, 67. The Challenger explodes, 60. Jack Ruby shoots Lee Harvey Oswald, 54. JFK assassination's got... About 30, man. 2,000 election count. See, I, the JFK assassination, I mean, haven't anybody seen the Zapruder film about a million times and the whole thing about right, the grassy sure. knoll? Uh, I, I, uh, Have you ever had a grassy knoll? Yes. Okay. Grass on the... Rectum. Yes. 2000, that's a grassy mole. 2,000 election count, 25. O.J. Bronco Chase, 14. Alien guy. I mean, everything else is like uh, minuscule here. Mm -hmm. The alien rescue, a dozen. O.J. trial, 12. Katrina floods the Gulf Coast, 11. Turned everybody uh, white. L.A. riots, 8. Virgin, Virgin Mary on a grilled cheese, 6. Columbine massacre, 6. Waco shootout, 6. Clinton impeachment hearings, 5. Watergate hearings, 5. Bombing a Baghdad, part 1, 5. Bobby Riggs plays tennis against Billie Jean King, that big old bulldog, 4. Janet Jackson's booby flap, four. Oklahoma City, una bomba grande, four. Geraldo gets busted in the nose, three. Got bus up. Columbia shuttle break, bus up over Texas, three. Rodney King gets bus up in L.A., three. A lot of people getting bus up. I thought busing was illegal. John Lennon assassination, two. The fall of the Berlin Wall, two. Robert Kennedy shooting, two. Sarasota uh, woman kills herself on the air. Blows her brains out, two, including Suds Coleman. He's never been the same. Ronald Reagan gets shot, two. Princess Diana dies over here, two. Shock and awe, Iraq Part 2 has got only two. JFK Jr.'s plane crash finally got one. And none for Andrew Cunan in that whole episode on the beach. John Stossel gets smacked by Dr. D. has got the big... Oh! Uh, Shinehead O'Connor rips up a picture of the Pope. We applauded heartily, but it was oh! nothing shocking about that. And the value of that plane crash in the Everglades has also got the big... Oh! Nothing. Remember that with a clown on the side of the plane? Right. Nothing funny about that. Okay, uh, change it. I'm changing it right now. Oh, what a, what a feeling of power, you know See, and this, this lets him off the hook for old time's sake, because now he doesn't have to worry about this pain in the ass stuff and build a show tomorrow. Eric ought to be pleased as punch about this, wouldn't you think? As punch. Uh, yeah, Hawaiian punch. Okay, whose enthusiasm is most annoying? Now, this is tough. Religious nuts, Trekkies, recovering alcoholics, PC gamers, political junkies, goth people, infomercial hosts, or sports fans. It's a real, real tight race in my brain, but I'm voting for religious nuts. Even though sports fans is right, because uh, to, oh. to them it is a religion. See? Right. I'll vote it for sports fans. Just no, I don't about. blame you. Especially sports fans pretending to be program directors. Uh, religious really nuts annoy me, me much off. more, but, you know. Huh? The religious nuts annoy me more, but the yeah. sports fans annoy me more often. How's that? And that's because you work on this station. Uh, otherwise, it wouldn't be. That's correct. That's because you probably, uh, in your crowd, you probably don't know any of them. Any what? Sports? Sports nerds. Oh, well, I got some. Do you really? Sure. 
I'm yeah, the just like the ones who call up. Oh, your team lost again. I mean, it's screw you. Yeah, yeah. Like, they uh, don't have any like or, sports or, or nerds even like worse than that. Their team won the game, which is just somehow that makes them better. See, these people are Klingons. Their, their motto is. I have no life. So they're like Klingon. I mean, you know, right. everybody, if they're a sports fan, you got your teams you like and you root for and yeah, whatever exactly. they bet on. Those are the people I know. They're like they're like Josh. They watch. They have a five minute conversation yeah. about it. That's it. Onward, right. Onward. Yeah, that's that's how I feel. Like uh, to make believes. I mean, who wants to uh, care about them? I mean, they all lost six in a row. They suck. Hey, resolve yourself to a better night's sleep in 2006 by calling 1-800-MATTRESS. Nothing, and I mean nothing, has got a bigger impact on your daily health, well-being, and productivity than a good night's sleep. Believe me, I know that for a fact. Trust me where I'm sitting my fat ass right now. If you don't get a good night's sleep, you can't do a show worth of crap. And you can get a good night's sleep tonight and for years to come if people don't drive you nuts from Dollar Mattress. All you have to do is make that one easy call, the easiest piece of shopping you'll ever do. Just call 1-800-MATTRESS right now. If your mattress is more than 10 years old or it's sagging, lumpy, bumpy, humpy, time for a new one. Choose from the complete line of all the top names in the mattress, uh, the betting business. Sealy, Simmons, Serta, King Coral, Tempur-Pedic, Stearns, and Bananas Foster. God, do I love Bananas Foster. It's so sickeningly sweet, it'll send you in a coma. Donna Mattress takes same-day orders all day long from Kendall to Stewart, Palm Beach to Fort Myers, and you get to pick the time they show up. That's right. You pick the date and two-hour delivery. You want that mattress delivered, and they show up on time 99, 99.7% of the time. I've been using them for years. They're the best. I know you'll be a satisfied customer, too, so start the new year off right with a new mattress from Dial Mattress. Don't put off getting a better night's sleep. One more minute. Get rid of that lumpy old mattress. Pick up the phone right now and just give them a call, 1-800-MATTRESS, or do your shopping on their website at mattress.com. Dial a mattress, 1-800-M-A-T-T-R-E-S. Leave off the last S because it stands for stupendous savings. This is Neil Rogers. This is 560 QAM. Bill Nicole. In October, Sylvester Stallone announced Rocky VI. Then in early November, he announced Rambo IV. Now, the news Stallone fans have been waiting decades for. Sylvester Stallone is Rocky Balboa. How you doing? And John Rambo. How you doing? In Rocky VI, Rambo IV. Rocky versus Rambo. Hey, yo, Rambo. Hey, yo, Rocky. How you doing? How you doing? I'm doing pretty good. How you doing? Pretty good. How you doing? Yo, Paul, how you doing? From the producers of Freddy vs. Jason and Alien vs. Predator, Rocky Six, Rambo 4, Rocky vs. Rambo. Uh, hey, yo, Rambo, that's a mean Latuki guy. Uh, oh. Hey, yo, Rocky. Hey, yo, what? Rocky Six, Rambo 4, Rocky vs. Rambo. Absolutely, absolutely. Coming soon, going away even sooner. 117, we can only hope. Uh, now, since that worked out so well, am I faxing you that poll for tomorrow, which is on there right now? Mm hmm. Uh, maybe I'll fax you my December talent sheet again. Okay. Well, I mean, practice makes perfect. What I'm going to do is I'm going to wa- uh, wrap it in a wet newspaper. Wrap right? it, yeah. And then I'm going to bury it under the backyard for like a month. Wrap them. Uh-huh. All right. And then I'm going to take a billy goat. Yeah. <laughs> you want more? No. Okay. Walk it at over a high-tech prison, will you shut up? At a high-tech prison opening this week, inmates wear electronic wristbands in Amsterdam that track their every movement and guards monitor cells using emotion recognition software. It says the headline on the story, Dutch Open Big Brother Prison. Those nasty, cheap-ass Dutch. Absolutely the, the refuse of the universe, the Dutch. Authorities are convinced the jail in Lelystad, quickly dubbed the Big Brother Prison by the local press, represents the future of correctional facilities, cheap and efficient without coddling criminals or violating their fundamental rights. 
Detainees will be uh, kept in six-man dormitory cells. They'll do their own cooking, washing, organize their own daytime schedules via a touchscreen monitor at the foot of their beds. Kind of like what the mobsters have been doing for years, you know. They set them up in a kitchen. They cook the sausage and the meatballs and all that stuff. We hesitate to compare it to a youth hostel because the biggest part of being punished is that you've lost your freedom, Justice Ministry spokesman Hans Janssen said. Hans. Hans. Prisoners have limited choices for their activities. Electives include drug education classes and exercise, and they're locked in their cells at night. Unlike the Big Brother TV program, camera surveillance is limited to public spaces, not on bunk beds or in bathrooms. Oh, God. Just the thought of that, watching the Dutch on the throne. Cells are equipped with microphones that relay information to the prison's control center, where software analyzes sound volume and rhythm to alert guards when a violent confrontation between inmates may be taking place. Prison officials expect to save money. The estimated cost per prisoner is 125 bucks per night, compared with $170 in other Dutch prisons. Because monitoring is easier, the Lelystad facility requires far fewer guards. I wonder if that's near Leleland, La La Land. That's one of the uh, stops on the uh, train between Central Station and the uh, airport, Schiphol. La La Land? Leleland. No, that's the one you get to Amsterdam. That's La La Land. Peter Vleming of the European Organization for the Protection of Prisoners writes that prisoners should be given more opportunity for self-improvement and job training, though he generally gave the prison positive marks. How do you like that? The Big Brother Prison. Leave it to those guys. Hey, give them a little spanking. Time up, put on some handcuffs. Yeah. Some whips and chains, a little bit of spanking, put them in leather, set them down there on the uh, Rue de Vaseline for some of those Wednesday night parties. 5670560, oh, pound 560 on the, on the Verizon and singular wireless lines. And look at those phones, baby. They're on fire, not. Whose enthusiasm, you know, something we ought to change the poll. Whose lack of enthusiasm is the most annoying? Like this crowd, don't you think? There's one for tomorrow. God. They're just, well, I realize I've been rambling on here, but good golly, Miss Molly. We should have a thousand different categories on here. We ought to. Whose enthusiasm is most annoying? What have we got so far? Well, you know the religious nuts. That's why uh, Sean said, you know, aside from that. Right. That's okay. We knew that the 9-11 was going to win the uh, TV thing. We don't care. 43 votes, religious nuts, 32. Infomercial host, 6. Sports fans, solamente dos. Goth people, 1. Political junkies, 1. Recovering alcoholics, 1. PC gamers and Trekkies don't have any. Of course, goth people, I don't know any, so I, they can't annoy me. Well, they're not enthusiastic by, by definition. I they, see. They wear black, and that's it. Yeah. They barely yeah I, was just, I was just reading about that during the break. Boring. Yeah. WQAM, hello. Hey, Neil, I didn't get a chance to vote yesterday. The most amazing show I ever saw was your show on Whammy a couple of years back. Yeah. Uh-huh. Been nothing like it since. Yeah. Uh, thank God for that. Is, you know something? I just give up. I just, on that note, I give up. Is that pathetic or what? Yeah, no comment. There's been nothing like it since. That was the worst piece of trash, the most embarrassing, yeah, embarrassing pile of garbage, the most, the worst conceived put together. Not that you have to suck. Amen. Leave it to the mad dog to sum it up well. Licky, licky, licky. WQAM, hello. Hello. Mustache. Your mama. WQAM, hello. Neil. Yes, sir. How about that Tony Little guy? You can do it. Who's that? What, Tony Little? What, what, what about it? I don't know yeah. who that is. Tony Little? The, the guy, he's the exercise guy. I, I don't know who that is. I don't watch them exercise shows. You can do it! Oh, that one. Okay, put him. Put his ass on there. Oh, I'll tell you another one. How about Tony Robbins? Oh, the guy that's Tony eight Robbins. feet tall with his 45 teeth. You know the one. Yeah, I do. I've seen him. The uh, self-improvement guy, Tony Robbins, is as phony as a $45 bill. Man, he is so as, as fake... Did we ever put, we didn't put Richard Simmons on there. 
Are, is anybody adding any of this poll, or is we just uh, we just leaving this uh, Tarek now? I guess not. Yeah. Josh just laying out, waiting for the food now. Maybe that's I don't it. see Richard Simmons. I don't see Richard Little. I don't see uh, whatever this guy just said. Richard Little. Whatever. What the hell's the poll? Down there story? now, buddy. Yeah. Okay, buddy. <laughs> buddy. Yeah. You got your ears on, buddy. How about a poll on the most memorable coverage on radio? Oh, this is. This is almost as bad as the guy that just called me about that whammy abortion. Orson Welles, War of the Worlds, the coverage of the Hindenburg disaster. Well, first of all, uh, I mean, we've, we've seen the recreation of those things, but and the Rick Riley-Alex Bennett confrontation. Oh, my God. What have I always said about the radio of the talk show groupies? Uh, I forget. What have you always said? <laughs> oh, God. I hate them. Can't stand them. I don't think there's anything worse in the world than a talk show groupie. They, they, they're in a category all by themselves. Just make me want to puke. You know that Randy was using some of your drop-ins, and how come little Joey got let on the show and I was made to stand in the corner and cry? Oh, brother. <laughs> WQAM, hello. Yep. Yes, sir. Hey, uh, two things. Jerry Corona with the mustache. Jerry Colonna, very good. What a and, uh, and why is the husband of the famous Chili Finger case... She got nine, 12 years, and she got nothing. She got nothing? She got nine. He got 12. Oh, nine. Yeah, and then another thing, I was driving through Orlando. Nice. And, and you were listening to another station, and you were getting some invisible press on there because this guy that's, I guess, a fanatic on on uh, sanitary airways was on, and he was bad-mouthing everybody. They were saying, well, what about this guy in Miami now? You don't like him? You're always picking on him. Oh, not, not Jim Phillips again. Yeah, please yeah. T- p- please no, tell me you're not Phillips. talking about Jim Phillips. Oh, no, please. Jim Phillips it was the advocate. Uh, Peterson or Patterson? Never heard of him. Okay. Well, anyway, just thought, you know, you're getting a lot of press on the radio up there. <laughs> that's going to make me a lot of money, man. That's right. Okay. Thanks. Thanks. This might just be the kickstart your career has been That's right. This might jumpstart my uh, pacemaker. God, just what the doctor ordered. Tony Robbins don't have any. Tony Little don't have any. Richard Simmons don't have any. That's probably because they just went on there. I think maybe uh, Sean had a point. You know, religious nuts is going to get all the votes. But leave it on there. They deserve to get ripped. The Bible says, and the good book says, and we want to bring you the good news. Yeah, the good news will be when you get your ass off my doorstep and get out of here and never come back. That'll be the really good news. Right? Right. God. By the way, don't forget, October 1st of last year, that new Florida law went into effect. Some getsky comes to your doorstep peddling religious crap. Just blow him away because right. he is a threat to your mental health and your whole fam- family, even your pets, even your cats. 26 after 1 at 560 WQAM. When you're shopping for shoes, what name pops into your mind? I hope it's Brandy's in Pompano Beach because Brandy's in Pompano Beach has the unbeatable combination. They've got people that really know your feet inside and out, make sure you get a perfect fit every time. They've got an unbeatable selection of all the top brands, Rockport, Echo, Floorshine, New Balance, SAS, Mephisto, and lots more. And like I said, Brandy's professional shoe fitters will make sure you've got a customized fit at the right price every time. Their prices and selection are positively unbeatable. Brandy's even specialized in wide widths if you've got big, fat ones. Brandy's is worth a trip from just about anywhere in South Florida, so don't forget for that unbeatable combination, comfort, style, fit, value, and selection. Always think first of Brandy's shoes. They're at 1290 North Federal Highway in Pompano Beach. Brandy's is open daily, Monday through Saturday till 9, Sundays till 5. Every week there's another special value waiting for you at Brandy's, and this week it's Sperry Topsiders, both men's and women's styles. You'll save 10 to 20 bucks extra a pair. Only this week and only at Brandy's Shoes in Pompano Beach. This is Neil Rogers. This is 560 QAM. 
George Bush doesn't care about black people. Charge after charge, the judge repeating all of the facts of, in the prosecution's charging documents and him saying over and over again, yes, your honor, yes, your honor, yes, your honor. He's just a lobbyist who was given lots of gifts before. He's going to be the best. They're going to walk him through that prison door. I'm dying over here. Nice outfit, by the way, Jack. 131 at QAM. That mobster, uh, that gaudy outfit he had on, I was very impressed. I Federal health advisors voted yesterday to recommend over-the-counter sales of a weight loss pill now sold only with a prescription. How do you like that? All the fat people, including me, were always been looking for that magic peel. Right. Maybe it's right want a magic bullet. GlaxoSmithKline Consumer Healthcare still needs the FDA approval. I guess they're going to have to send him a big bag of money, huh? Before it can sell a non-prescription version of Orlistat, a diet pill already marketed in prescription form as Zenical. Uh. The FDA approved the prescription version of the fat block. Oh, fat blocker made by Rosha 99. Fat block my ass. <laughs> Go get a brick. Oh, God. Get a Mack truck. A joint FDA advisory committee voted 11 to 3 to recommend approval late Monday after a day-long hearing. The agency usually follows the recommendations of its outside panel of experts, but its final decision could take months. If approved, Orlistat would be the first weight loss drug sanctioned for over-the-counter sales. Oh, it, in six-month clinical trials, obese people who took Orlistat lost on average 5.3 to 6.2 pounds more than did those who were given dummy pills. Oh, to have that Rick Weaver drop-in. You dummy. You got it. It's in here somewhere. Yeah. Glaxo wants people to use the pill for only six months at a time, but as an over-the-counter item, its use could not be policed. How is it? Well, we can get the dye pill police. The pill's effect ends once its use is stopped, said Dr. Julie Golden, a medical officer in the FDA Division of Metabolism and Endocrinology Products. A previous study showed a progressive weight gain in patients <laughs> after they stopped using Orlistat. Golden said, get out of here with this guy. Fat blocker, my buddy. Yeah. Sorry. That's exactly right. You tell him, Rick. God, he was good. Boy, do we miss him bad now or what? Yes. Huh? Absolutely. He was damn good. Let's see. Oh, this is Roddy. Will you stop? Although, you know something, I like this. Mm -hmm. I, I mean, his faxes are good, but he's just so out of control. Why don't you get your own show, like two to four, Riley? Number one in the most annoying enthusiasm, Dick Vital, baby. You got it, Riley. His faxes are great, even though he's just getting on my nerves. Maybe it's because I'm tired. You think that's it? Because I'm ready to run out of gas? Are we out of gas? Now, now, if gas, what was it up to, the max? About three and a half bucks a gallon? They're boots. And if it's going to go, if it really does, this Iranian thing, go to $100 a barrel... We're talking about, I would say, uh, about 40 per, what is that? Well, what is it right now? About 250? Thereabouts? Well, 40% of 250 is a buck and a quarter, right? No. I'll take your word for a it. A buck. Huh? 40% of 250 is a buck. So then it's only back to 350. So what's the big stimulus? Although, of course, when it gets started, dollars a barrel, they'll say, oh, what was this going to have to be? Five bucks a gallon. So thank you again, Mr. President, for those low bargain basement gas prices and for hooking up that big queue in Iraq, even though we're not getting any oil from there, and even though their economy is in the crapper. We should have hooked up that big queue in Saudi Arabia, but that would have messed up all your family's business with the bin Laden family and all those other oil maggots. Let's see. Here's a fact that says, for the pool, not sure if it's today's or tomorrow's or the one that's 17 weeks from circus, what about the juicy guy with the big eyebrows that does the infomercials? 
Well, that's the, wasn't it say, infomercial host down here? It does. Right, the Juicy Man. I can't remember what his name is. Not to be confused with um, the other guy that I just talked about before he was celebrating his 400th birthday. The guy that sells his juicer, the uh, Jack O'Lane. Oh. You never saw that? No. It look, he looks like he's, like, remember Tom Edison? Baby, baby, like, like uh, Ernest Ainsley does. Can you say baby? Hello, goodbye. Like, like he's about 400 years old and just barely can uh, make a guttural sound. And then they got this silly-ass cross-eyed bitch on it. It's just so phony. as a $62 bill, the Jacqueline Power Juicer. Yeah, juice this. Now, this guy's talking about the Juicy Man with the real thick, bushy eyebrows. You never saw that guy with a white eyebrow? Oh, no, I've seen that makes guy. Dan, yeah, sure. makes, uh, uh, what's his name? Andy Rooney looked pale and insignificant. No, nobody nobody has those kind of brows. Oh, well, this Lena guy the, the Juicy Man, man. The Juicy Man can. Oh, speaking of the Juicy Man can. Yeah. I, I, how many times did I play that yesterday, Josh? About 40? You sound like a moron. Yeah. This time. Every time you see It's the way God wants. Now, is it just me, or are you also uh, taken with this uh, bit? It's okay. I like the chocolate. George don't like it? Oh, it's fine. You don't like it? It's fine. When you say it's fine, I mean... It's why I like take it? a city and cover it in sweets. Ray Nagin can. Ray Nagin can? Ray Nagin can. Ray Nagin can because he wants to make New Orleans taste good. And I don't care what people are saying. He sounds like Jesse Jackson. We as black people. His comments are bizarre. Surely God is mad. Compares the locals to a Willy Wonka bar. Yes, Ray Nagin can. Ray Nagin can, cause he wants to make New Orleans taste good. It's time for us to come together. It's time for us to rebuild a New Orleans, the one that should be uptown or wherever they are. This city will be chocolate, a chocolate New Orleans. He never takes the blame for anything he says. Chocolate at the end of the day. Put that chocolate in some coffee and you'll keep off Juan Valdez. Renegan can. Renegan can. You know I can. Ray Megan can because he wants to make New Orleans taste good. You can't have New Orleans no other way. It wouldn't be New Orleans. Well, you can have it. How's that? Yeah. WQAM, hello. Hey, Neil. How you doing, buddy? Okay, Pally. Good, man. I got one for your poll. This guy yeah. is so annoying. Uh, my wife watches entertainment tonight. Uh, Cujo, that guy, the fashion guy. Never seen him. Yes, you have. I've seen oh, that. my God. Kojo. 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 Oh, Kojo. Kojo. He is man. so Kojo. annoying. That one, yeah. God dang it. He, he's so annoying. All Gosh right, dang it, yeah. Okay, thank Have a good one. Kojo. I thought he was yeah, talking about the Curtis Joseph. No hockey talk now. Kojo. Is that his name, Kojo? Right. I heard they stole his mojo. WQAM, hello. WQAM, hello. Not there. Light line one. Mark it down. We have a little problem with that one. <laughs> Eight years later. WQAM, hello. Neil. Yes, sir. Aggravating Chuck Norris and Christy Brinkley hawking that uh, slide thing that goes up and down, but that's not why I called you. Sounds like you're, a commercial host, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Italian, you're a lover of things Italian. Have you read John Barron's uh, City of Falling Angels? No. You must read it. It's about close to City of God. 
It, no, it's, it's, uh, it's a uh, book about Venice and the inside politics of that city and the players and hmm. written over a p- period. Venice, uh, a place I wouldn't go to if they paid me by the second. <laughs> it's a good book to read, smell crappy water. What's the name of it? City of Falling Angels, John okay, Barrett. Ne- next time I want to get a book, that's uh, the second one I'll get. Thank you. Uh, Fool Me Again is the book I was supposed to go out and get yesterday. Remember Fool Me Again? Right. By Crispin, uh, 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 what's his name, Miller, whatever that guy's name is. Well, you remember the one, Fool Me Again, and there's another guy. Can't, he can't get any interviews for the uh, book, and, uh, you know, because he talks about, he, he do- doesn't talk about it. He documents the fact that both, both last two elections were thickest, and so they won't put them on the air. That's all. That's a pretty good way to uh, keep the American public from knowing for show. Although, remember, the Herald did all those. It went on for months and months, and then finally, oh, guess what? Al Gore really won. If all the votes would have been counted, he really won. And the Supreme said, oh, stop the count. Stop the count. Do we have that bit? Somewhere. Is that a KJ or what? Stop the count in... Well, that's Voker. the old high-pitched squeaky voice uh, <laughs> of Oka Brian. Man, he must have been borrowing Geldy's nuts for that bit. This is Neil Rogers. This is 560 QAM. Hurricane f***ing blow! Absolutely. When I'm watching basketball on TV, one man is annoying me, yelling words of nonsense to give You fairy. And when someone goes baseline, he starts screaming things so nasally, screeching like a banshee, Dickie V. Dickie V. Dickie V. Dickie V, yeah, Dickie V. He should shut his eye hole, Dickie V. When he is on camera, the glare from his head is blinding me. Where did this guy come from, Dickie V? Everything is awesome, and everyone's his BTV. She keep his trap shut, Dickie V. Dickie V. Dickie V. Dickie V. Yeah, Dickie V. Giving me a headache, Dickie V. Dickie V. Dickie V. One forty-six. With all the respect, Sean, I made a mistake. I think this poll sucks. I'm sorry. Well, what are you going to do now? Oh. What do you mean? What am I going to do now? I'm going to leave it up there. Maybe they'll uh, latch onto it during the uh, be- huh? Good plan. And maybe not. And you know what? Your mama. Who cares? Wait till you hear this, and this ties right in with the uh, the poll. Well, that's great. All the uh, connecting the dot stuff we've had today is in what's dot, and where's my damn paycheck? Broncos fan says he was humiliated by teacher. See this thing about the uh, sports fans we got under the sports nerds. Which I'm really surprised has only got five votes. That's because it's on this station, see? Yeah, that's right. But you know that's true. Beaver oh, Falls, <clears throat> Pennsylvania. <clears throat> I mean, you know something? I'm just barely going to make it today. Just barely going to eke out a, a show today. And I don't mean much of a show. So why should we have a good poll? Why, why waste a good poll on a day like this, right? Right. Maybe if I get paid, I'll do a good show. 
Beaver Falls, Pennsylvania, a 17-year-old high school student said he was humiliated when a teacher made him sit on the floor during a midterm exam in his ethnicity class for wearing a Denver Broncos jersey. All right. The teacher, John Kelly, forced Joshua Van Oy to sit on the floor. That's Van Oy. Sit on the floor and take the test Friday, two days before the Pittsburgh Steelers beat the Broncos 34-17 in the AFC Championship game. Kelly also made other students throw crumpled up paper at Van Oy, Van Oy, whom he called a stinking Denver fan, Van Oy told the AP on Monday. <laughs> Kelly said Van Oy, a junior at Beaver Area Senior High School, just didn't get the joke. I, if he felt uncomfortable, and that's a lesson, that's what the class is designed to do. Kelly told the Denver Post, it was silly fun. I can't believe he was upset. Made him sit on the floor and, and let the other students throw crumpled up paper at him. Benoit was wearing a number seven Broncos jersey on Friday because he's a fan of John Elway, the Broncos retired Hall of Flamer quarterback. Van Oy said he was so unnerved he left at least 20 questions blank on the 60-question test. He just wants out of Kelly's class because he's afraid the teacher won't treat him fairly now that the story reached the media. I'm going to have to deal with him for two to nine more weeks, school quarters, and now he's going to want revenge somehow, Van Oy said yesterday. I took the test. I'm shaking. I'm furious. I didn't know what to do. For this, for revenge, we need to go see Don Corleone. That's right. Kelly, who wore a Ben Roethlisberger jersey Friday, and his principal, Thomas Karzewski, didn't immediately return messages left on their school voicemail yesterday. How do you like that? Hmm. Teacher jackass, man. Big Beaver falls. See, the problem is with this uh, teacher shootings, they always shoot the wrong teachers, you know? Like that guy in Palm Beach, he was a good guy. This teacher, bada-bing, man. Just tell me you're from Florida. It's the Florida effing way. You mess with me and... Uh... Big Beaver Falls Area School District Superintendent Donna Nugent said she was aware of the situation but said confidentiality rules prevent her from commenting specifically. We'll take whatever action we needed in order for the student to feel comfortable, Nugent said. Right. Comfortable my ass. Is that a joke or what, you know? Comfortable my ass. All these people that, you know, in fact, when you watch that movie, Primal Fear, this will strike a chord. All right. No, no, that's not the one. I'm sorry. That will not strike a chord. The one that will strike a chord is Sleepers. With oh, Kevin Bacon. What a cast, man. Kevin Bacon, I'll give you like a little background. I won't spoil it for, spoil it for you. Mm-hmm. Kevin Bacon, Dustin Hoffman plays the attorney. Brad oh, Pitt. That's the one that we decided that we did see. Yeah, but I, I never saw it from the beginning. Right. Uh, until the weekend. It was uh, I, saw I said, it. oh, I'm watching that right from yeah. the beginning. I saw it. It was all right. It was, it was all right? It was all right. How's Kevin Bacon doing? I won't see him no more. How's Kevin Bacon what? And, then, and, and the most interesting, well, maybe not the most interesting, but part of it that's kind of interesting is that the author of the book it was based on said it was a true story. And the New York State Department of Corrections says there was never any such juvenile justice uh, system or, or institution where that kind of thing went on. And we have no documentation. And the author says only the names have been changed to protect the uh, guilty, obviously. And uh, that's it. And he stands by the story. And they, then they put that stuff all up at the end of the movie again. Sleepers. You, you thought it was only good? Uh, it was a long time ago. I thought it was just fine. Trust now, me, when, I thought when are you going to watch Primal Fear? When are you going to watch Primal Fear? I'm going to try to get it in tonight, although, uh, you know, big night tonight. you got that show that you just discovered. Yeah. I want a sample. What's uh, it called? Superstitious uh, Supernatural. <laughs> <laughs> and then, of course, there's, there's the shield at 10 o'clock, which is... Oh, the day. shield. Shield my ass. All right. Please. <laughs> to save, the, to save humanity, please. The shield is great. Is it really? Oh, yeah. What's that about? Oh, a, you, you've been hyping that thing for ever since it came out. What's that all about? It's everyone's favorite. Well, it's technically a cop show, but it's not. It just takes place at a uh-huh. police station. Aha! No, it's not what a you're thinking. A cop show that George likes. No, no, no. It's not a cop show. It just has cops in it. How's that? 
Okay. It's a soap opera. Oh, is it, is it a cop buddy show? At a buddy cop cops? station. It's nothing like the hero Sounds is a bad guy. To me. The hero is a scummy murdering cop. No. So what else a soap opera that takes place at a cop shop. A 49-year-old flying student from Denver walked away from a crash unharmed today in Lantana after an airplane flipped over during a touch-and-go exercise at the airport. Ever do those touch-and-go exercises? Just this morning. Because every time you touch, there you go. The incident occurred around 10.49 this morning. That's what Duff said. Around 10.49 this morning at the Lantana Airport while Janine Davis flew solo and was completing a series of touch-and-go landings and takeoffs on runway 15. Her instructor was was on the ground. It doesn't say whether that was before or after. The instructor's on the ground. Neil Rogers. This is 562 AM. Oh! Absolutely. At 
Well, I'm having a couple of cashews to keep my energy up for the last minute here today. All right. You know which phone call today had the greatest impact on my life and reminded me of why I'm glad I'm out there? I give up. Oh, by the way, first, guess how many uh, seats the uh, conservatives won in the city of Toronto last night in the Canadian election? Oh. None. Oh. I just mentioned that in passing. Oh, really the, the guy that called in about Richard Simmons for the poll, and then he said, I said, Rip Taylor, I think, is dead. And he mm -hmm. said, oh, well, he's gay. He probably is. That, that, that's South Florida. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, that, that's it in a nutshell, okay? And, and by the way, Pally, you fairy. So the religious nuts, oh, speaking of nuts, maybe these are religious nuts I'm eating right now. Mm. Oh, check the can. Can? Wreck them. Bye, bye, bye. 